stuff to work. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Just John Wick impressions. Yeah, that was good. All right. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. People I'm keep asking me if I'm doing any work. <laughs> <laughs> and up until now, I haven't really had an answer. The uh, funny thing is, this quote is so long, so every time yeah. you, start, <laughs> you yeah. have to do the whole thing. Well, if I just said, "Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back," like yeah. I, I, don't, I wouldn't have to do the whole thing. Well, it's but funny. The people I, it's keep funnier. asking me. It's yeah, people keep asking me. <laughs> Which is true, like right now, like, yeah. people keep asking yeah. me if I'm back to work, <laughs> and you know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm staying home. <laughs> I haven't really had an answer. <laughs> John Wick came out in what, like 2016 or something? 20. <laughs> yeah, this is such an old <laughs> joke. Well, I think this is going to cause. I think the monoculture is finally going to come back since all movies, television shows, and everything else have uh, crumbled to dust or ceased to exist uh, in the um, in the age of COVID. So I think yeah. we're going to get we're going to go back to the, the the 90s monoculture where everyone understands the same references. And I'm looking to start that by repeating quotes from John Wick. I mean that was actually happening with like Tiger King and stuff like and yeah, the that's, last that's dance sort of like, true. Everyone's watching the things just because mm-hmm. they're coming out. I'm excited for the yeah. uh, Trolls World Tour discourse that'll last three months. <laughs> of... <laughs> uh, that uh, that Scooby Doo origin movie is getting released directly oh, to God. people's oh. iPhones. I, uh, it looks so cute, except Scooby. it bothers me that Scooby's voice is the same as a puppy as it is when he's grown up. Wait, what? What do you expect? I, Who? I don't know where where Scrappy is in all of this. He's a <laughs> nephew, isn't he? Yeah, he's probably not born yet. If this is an origin story, yeah. yeah. How I don't know. How you, I, think I, why do you Scrappy? Need if they're bringing it up, if they're bringing it up no, to the Scrappy, present, Scrappy's I think he should be in was, there. Was, oh, that's true. <laughs> but it really looks like they're trying to start a weird Hanna Barbera expanded universe because Blue Falcon's in it and Dick Dastardly is the villain. Which is like, hmm. what? oh, yeah. what's the what is the point of this? You're gonna have the fucking Flintstones show up next. Like, what's Yo, your what's your wait, end game here? Yogi, that sounds good now. Me Yogi, <laughs> uh, Yogi, Ace hey, Kubu. Show me Yogi. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be like good answer. Good it's answer. gonna be uh, Nick Fury sitting good in a answer. chair, and he's like, it's called the Jabberjaw initiative. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Nick Fury. It's not. It's still else. Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the whatever AT&T executive greenlit the film is sitting there and he's like we need to mine these Hanna-Barbera characters for about 50 million dollars more of profit <laughs> they're, they're making us no money sense. right now mm. I always liked the Jetsons they sounded cool <laughs> they were good they're good is boy Elroy oh. <laughs> is all you know about the Jetsons the theme song yes his wife no, you don't know episodes. Rosie you don't know uh, the kid and the Crappy. daughter. I I find what <laughs> I find it I find it fun the the whole uh, theory. It's like, what's on the ground in the Jetsons? It's like, well, the answer is the Flintstones, obviously. Yeah. Like it's just they exist. But at what's the same under time. the Flintstones? What's under the Flintstones? Yeah. Uh, that's that, that's uh, wacky racers. That's Jellystone. <laughs> Jellystone. I don't even know. Jellystone National Park, where Yogi Bear lives, is underneath the Flintstones. <laughs> yes. You heard it here first. Hey, boo boo! What do you think's above the sky? (laughs) Good. Probably (laughs) caveman. I have no idea what he sounds like.
Okay, ready, ready to clap? Oh, gotta clap. Please clap. Oh, fuck. Three, two, Jeb. one. All right. Al I hope that picked up on your end, Alex. It never does, but that's okay. I can usually use I can usually use context clues to figure out when Alex starts. I always say the word podcast after. <laughs> right, so, right. The extremely easy to find in a waveform visual cue of just talking normally. Pod, me saying be really word. loud. A really long-winded pod. Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. This week we are doing the thing that we normally do instead of a gimmicky game show episode, which is we take a different topic every week and we explore it in depth. Uh, we show it to our co-hosts and this week it is my episode and I had everybody read some tie-in comics to things that are not already comic books, so you know. That means that uh, somebody had to read, for example, like the, the fucking just 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 use Star Wars as your frame of reference for this because that's just the easiest thing to think of. It's the expanded universe, uh, and so I'm going to use some of that to introduce my co-hosts. Oh. For example, I have who just uh, reacted to that. I have Luke with two U's. Cam. Ah, uh, bigger Luke. <laughs> Oh wait! No, he's different. right. He's the same <laughs> size. But he, but it's important. Player. It's important that he was cloned from the hand that got cut off of Luke at the end of Empire. <laughs> That's funny. Leave no detail <laughs> on just beaten to death like a horse. Like that a is. Horse. We are definitely going to talk about that exact aspect. Yeah. Every. It's probably coming up in the next trilogy. Yeah. Right? Speaking now, we it have good. <laughs> we have George R. Banks, Alex. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, that's George me. George R.R. Biggs. George R.'s half-brother. <laughs> I wrote some uh, fantasy books you might know. R.R.R. <laughs> -R -R Biggs? Is that something? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> is, that a, is that a shirt? <laughs> we have... We have Yaddle said. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Google Yaddle. Oh no! How Google do you Yaddle. spell this? You don't know? Y a d d l e. Make sure you put Star Wars. We definitely talked about this on the yeah. show. We've, we Yaddle has to have come up before. It was a failed Baby Yoda pilot. Ah! <laughs> the, the sexiest woman in all of Star Wars. The the concept is funny enough, but then you see what Yaddle looked like, and you're like, "Oh yeah. my god!" <laughs> it, it's it's like you get a huge verbal reaction out of it. I feel like. Huh. And I am your host, Savage Oppress, Nick. Uh, Savage Oppress is Darth Maul's brother's name. So bad. <laughs> oh, he's oppressed? <laughs> no, he does the oppressing, I think. Or maybe, oh, maybe he just okay, likes right, the concept. Okay. So then he beats... Um, they couldn't have picked one. Thing. They couldn't have just picked one of those words to make his name. So bad. Maul... Quick thing while, while Yaddle is still, uh, is still on the conversation. Um, in... The recent Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order, mm -hmm. yes. they like they pay mention to Yaddle in like a weird self-aware way <laughs> because they're talking about the old Jedi and um, your main character is like, yeah, I love, like vaguely mentions like the kind of alien that Yoda is. Wait, no, that doesn't have a name, Jedi. does it? I thought it just was called Yoda no, species. No, no, she just, I think she, he describes oh, it okay. or something, like a like short green or whatever, uh, and then the... Um, Jedi woman that you're with is like, oh yeah, that's Yoda, the, like the famous mm -hmm. uh, 
famous uh, Jedi. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 I was talking about Yav. <laughs> I might get Star Wars was... brain enough to play that at some point. It was okay. I think we'll talk a little fun. bit about... I think we're going to get just a little bit into Star Wars brain in this first segment because we are talking about... Um, the, the tie-in material, like, we're going to get specifically into the tie-in comics and the ones that we read uh, in, this, in the break, or not in the break, after the break. But um, we are, like, this kind of stuff happens, in my mind, because an executive's like, yeah, this is going to be a multimedia experience. To get the whole story, you have to read the comic, you have to buy the frozen pizza, you have to, uh, you know, you listen to the... To the yeah, you have to listen to the Japanese audio drama. Yeah, it's like all that stuff. All that stuff is like combined you have to watch in the, yeah. the near stage play. That that I feel like is a little different because yeah. that's done by the original creator with the intent of it mattering, and it's fun. Like he he does it. He does yeah, it for that's, fun. That's a less craven thing, right? But it's also an example, of right? Weird, right. It's, oddball it is an example of this. It's stuff. it's a fun example because of how different it is from everything else. Like the Assassin's Creed comics are fucking hot garbage, but like <laughs> the people, uh, whatever Ubisoft marketing executive would have you think that it is so important that you know how the main character got on the boat he's on at the beginning of the story. If, if you like, have Star Wars brain, like at least three of our hosts, it's it's simply described in the term uh c-3po's red arm complex or because in uh what is what's the one force awakens Awakens? he shows up with a red arm and does someone mention it at some point or no well no uh, he mentions it himself makes the joke yeah he says have you seen my red yeah did you see this detail check this out are you interested do you want to know how this happened and you could only find out in a mini series about c-3po right which is stupid as hell because you know what? I don't want to know how he got the red arm. <laughs> right. I don't care. That's, that's something that's uh, kind of at the heart of a lot of the, the tie-in stuff is that like when somebody makes a work of art, they're not they're not intentionally they're not making a whole story and then intentionally cutting pieces out of it. You know, mm-hmm. like so it's that that story isn't going to have as much weight as whatever they chose to leave in. Like if they had told whatever stupid comic book story about c-3po's red arm it would have completely messed with whatever tone or or like flow that force awakens has and i don't even like that movie all that much <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's, it's un- unnecessary yeah it's completely unnecessary and i'm not saying that every movie has to be 10 minutes and you got to cut all the fat but it's like i i think it does i think we need quick bites <laughs> did you see the quibi executives are like this is because of coronavirus that we're not uh, yeah Alex oh, and Cam, oh, people are staying home so they can't watch to... videos yeah, no one's consuming. Uh, media I posted right the uh, I posted the link to it, but the the struggle session guys today posted a huge episode about how how Quibi happened, why it sucks so bad, and some of their favorite and least favorite shows from it. God damn and it was just dude. it's just like the whole it's like an hour and a half of just them shitting on Quibi the well, whole time. It's speaking amazing. Of arms. Quibi famously has a show uh, about a woman with a golden arm. Yes, um, and a woman with, with a the, uh, sex doll. Yeah, that one. Um, so this uh, before this becomes the Quibi cast because I definitely don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Quibi uh, well, uh, well, I shouldn't have even brought it up because I don't know if Alex has a topic plan for next week. <laughs> I think we might do it. Oh, no, I'm not giving Quibi any money. You don't get to. You don't have to for the first ninety days them. or something crazy like that. They're desperate. You probably could. Um, you probably could watch an entirety of a Quibi series in Vine. In an Instagram right? story. I mean, that's <laughs> it's kind so, of the it's point. So quick. It, it's like they looked at TikTok and were, were like, how do I make money off of that? 
but it's actually a yeah. lot more evil than that. Yeah, it's, they looked at uh, <laughs> they looked at Go ninety, which was the thing that Verizon was making, because the whole thing is you partner with cell phone companies to include it on people's plans so that they'll use more data mm. so that <laughs> they get charged more. Um, oh, also, world. then the reason it's less than ten minutes is not because everyone is so busy as uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg claims, but it's because if it's under twelve minutes, then yeah, it's so non-union. <laughs> Yeah, because they they're get around like every Hollywood rule for paying actors. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Not just actors, but like editors well, yeah, and writers, anyone, anyone and, and uh, on top of that, you cannot screen cap it. You cannot record it. They have some like dark magic shit in there. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, I'm gonna stop talking about this because I, I have enough. For, like, uh, <laughs> Save it yeah, for next yeah, week. We, we don't want to <laughs> cut into this. Yeah, it'll be next week. Um, but in this, going back to this sort of thing. Uh, it's, we've talked about prequels being unnecessary a lot of the time in other uh, episodes. Uh, it, oh, it, yeah, I, I just want to be clear. We, 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 we've talked a lot about Star Wars. Uh, those are necessary. Right, right, right. right yeah, right. we needed three uh, but, more. We need six <laughs> we more those. movies to explain <laughs> what happened in the first um, But it it's, goes even beyond that because uh, these tie-in materials, sometimes it's more just like, Oh, I want. I like this character, and I need more of them. Like, um, uh, I, I I was talking about it a little bit before we started recording. But Devil May Cry anime is a good example. Devil May Cry anime is like, it's it's worthless. There's there's nothing of there's not really anything of value in there unless you need Dante in your life that badly. It's not particularly good or bad, and it doesn't add anything to Dante's character. Um, Bafflingly, Devil May Cry 5 has confirmed that that anime is canon by having one of the characters <laughs> call him on the phone, which is a very, uh, <laughs> which That's is a very, funny. no, uh, it's, we promise they're just off screen kind of thing. It's like, we don't have to yeah. model her, but uh, we can. I, I think um, we'll, we'll probably get into this a little bit, but one of my main issues with a lot of this stuff is that um, usually it tends to miss the point of the original right because a lot of places because you're you're usually farming it out to somebody you're not saying hey original creator can you come back and do yeah. more yeah. you're usually saying okay we a company have the license to this and we don't just have the film or book or whatever license we also have the comic license we have the the album license we have the animation license yeah which is why even though there are witcher books and witcher video games there are also witcher comics now the Witcher comics are fine. I will say, I will say right now that they are they are fine, but they don't yeah, yeah, quite get the tone of either the books. I haven't played the games, but I, they don't get the the tone of the books exactly right. And they're not clever in the way that the books are. You know, uh, it is nice to like see nice drawings of Geralt every page. Like I like that. Mm. Like it's it's nice to see yeah, good he's, art. He's a very uh, man. It's it's nice to see good art of this world. For 22 pages in a row like that's mm -hmm. that's just something that's a good benefit but like at the same time it's like what i don't need this you know the they're the stories that are being told in the game and in the books are being told for a reason and i liked those so this so, just kind of feels like weird like this just kind of feels weirdly unnecessary you know yeah talking about it now it makes me feel like that I mean, this is a broad statement, but th these kinds of media are for people who are desperate for more content for the yeah. main thing, yes. but you're taking it, so you're willing to take it at a lesser value. But are there any examples that you guys can think of of good supplemental stuff done by another creator, maybe the same wow. creator? Um, we've actually covered it on this series, or this podcast. The, the Twin comics? Peaks um, anime? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All, all the all the comics that Valve puts out are usually pretty additive. Oh yeah. As far as 
uh, storytelling but, and lore yeah. and uh, yeah, they did man, like I a wonder, a Ratman. I wonder if they ever got that. Too. Oh, I should have. Like that. that was actually that was actually one of the ones I was going I think to bring that's up. The most notable um, one because that feeds in. Because it does. That's the that's yeah. the one that delivers. Oh, it does the shit that we were talking about, where it's yeah. like, oh, you gotta know how this minor detail happened. It's like, well, you don't, but the comic is good without that. If you didn't play Portal, the comic would still be good. Mm -hmm. So is that free? Can I read that? It also online? Yeah. yeah, it's it's online. Yeah. It's oh, cool. it's just on Valve's website somewhere. I might like check it's it out. yeah, it, yeah, it bridges the gap between the first two games a little mm -hmm. bit, uh, which is fun. Because cool. a friend of the show Hunter was playing Portal Two a couple days ago, and I. Mm -hmm was really enjoying it, so I, I might... Um, uh, have you not played it? it? In no, that I same have. Vein, oh, okay. In, the, in that same vein, yeah. the Left 4 Dead like, comic, The game? Sacrifice, is also really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, really good. Uh, yeah, uh, people... I, I am not one of those guys, so I can't speak on it. It's one of those times where I wish I had George on. And listeners, if you know the answer to this, send us an email about it. People I know have talked up and down about the Halo novel saying they're great. But yeah. I I cannot vouch for that because even as many sci-fi books as I've read and as many crappy sci-fi books as I've read, I have not played the Halo game. So even if I went and read those books, I don't or like I or rather I haven't played the Halo campaigns. I've played a lot of the multiplayer, but that doesn't really matter as much. Um, um <clears throat> I've actually um there's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of like World of Warcraft extra lore stuff in mm -hmm book, manga, and comic form. But didn't Chris Metzen rub his grease-stained hands all over all of it, or what? Um, actually, I think Cheeto some finger. of them allowed, or especially the manga, kind of allowed um, people to write their own stories. It was almost kind of like, in, in the manga, was a lot of, like, people's own characters' stories. Some of them were good, some of them were not good at all. Like, most of the manga stuff, <laughs> so bad. Like, the, um... I think what this kind of thing hovers around fan fiction territory yeah. a little bit Ooh. it does professional fan it's a way that you can get more of a yeah. thing and it cam is and the quality yeah. really fluctuates um cam, I, the two oh, i'll wait i'll wait until seb's done but I, I, that that brings that yeah. reminds me of something yeah the shadowlands the shadowlands manga was kind of a, a it was bad the art was weird like the art wasn't bad bad it was just like stiff and like not great um, Seb talked to me. Uh, Seb, not you. Um, uh, but uh, but Seb, Emily mentioned something to me that ties into what you're saying. She says whenever I talk about comics, she, she's like, "You always say, oh, you liked the art, or you thought the art was good, or you liked the style. Are there comics that have bad art, or do you just like everything?" And I'm like, "Let me show you some examples. Like, let me let me show you some <laughs> I'll real talk examples." About um, I found some of the, the the one where Wolverine's like stabbing his claws through a guy's chin, and he's making this face like yeah, he's, like, he's doing the poggers. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's just yeah. like uh, Wolverine. One of the comics poggers. I like, read that's did the not cover. Like it's um, but yeah, the, the, there's some World of Warcraft stuff where you need to read it to get the full context for what actually happens, what's happening in the games, which I think is oh, not smart that's, of that's, them because they they're like, oh, I want to do so much lore, but we can't really explain it in this MMO because nobody cares about the story, so we're just gonna write a book, but then <laughs> this thing is gonna happen in the game and nobody will understand it unless they read the book, which has happened happening more frequently lately as they've gotten. I think they've gotten Christy Golden, who's uh, one of the uh, novelists for them for a lot of the books. Um, I think she's actually been on the writing team for the game, um, which hasn't been too bad. Like for the character development, because it used to be like your leader characters were your leader care. They were just there to tell you to do stuff, um, and now that they're becoming actual characters, and sometimes that's good and sometimes that bad. Um, 
Most of the Warcraft books are actually pretty good. The mangas were mostly bad, and the comics... The, oh my gosh, the comics were bad. Like, Nick, you saw the the Warcraft movie with me? I did. There was a lot of retconning in that. There was a lot... There was even more retconning... In its the problems comics. with canon were not exactly my number one issue with that movie. I think I know, I, I know. But the thing is, with that movie that that I hated the most was that they retconned and fucked up um, fucking Garona's story again. Nobody knows who the fuck she is. Well, we we know who she is, but like every time she shows up, she has a different origin story. And it is so fucking annoying. Or she has, like, a different, like, guy she's fucking, or a different father. Or there was one time Medivh was her father, and now Medivh is her partner. And it, it, oh god, it's, it's oh. fucked up. On a Blizzard note, because they can't keep this shit straight, McCree is somewhere between 200 and 8 years old. <laughs> god, I didn't know they did that with the Overwatch stuff. I thought they had more McCree of a handle. Because cook. Warcraft is, has spanned, like, 30 years. Yeah. Um, yes. And... Like Chris Madsen is only writing out for, for the four, most of it, and, they, and it's and it's just as bad. Yeah, gosh. Overwatch is weird because it's like it's like if it had all that supplemental material, but you just don't. They, they didn't give mm-hmm. it to you. Like they wrote it. It's somewhere. Yeah, but <laughs> you can't go. Find you it. Can't, no, 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 you're no, not no, allowed no, to no, see no, it. It's on archive of our own. Little work. at the end of the. We talked about it a little bit at the uh, at the end of the TFC comics episode. Heated. But the Overwatch comics are so bad. They're so. You know what? I thought the only one I've read is the waste. They're such a waste. I read the uh, the cute Christmas one with Tracer and her girlfriend, and that was cute. Right, that's, that's the fine. only one it's, I've read. There you go. It's fine, but that's like two. It's two pages. It's like a. It's like two right. pages of like. Like how do you I'm fuck up the calories here? And, and then Tracer's girlfriend goes, "Wow, I can't believe I'm yeah. married to Tracer." <laughs> um, she's the Betty Boop yeah. wife guy. There's, there's, she's Mrs. Tracer. She's like, Mrs. I can't wait Tracer. to go home and have wife with my yeah. have, have sex with my wife. <laughs> have, wife <laughs> have wife with my sex Tracer. I'm so excited that I get them mixed up sometimes. Oh, but god. like, no, it's it's that. It's just oh my god, and, and like so, stuff like that can really. Because honestly, with Overwatch, I really think that they were better off telling us less because it's clear that they don't have any good answers. It's or like yeah. even because like because most of the characters um, are, are like almost like a one note character like this is a Norwegian dude and he looks like a dwarf and he's mad because he's not a dwarf he's Norwegian and then he yes. needs some big dramatic origin story or there's like a fucking gorilla and he needs a big dramatic or- origin story <laughs> he he goes to space he goes to, he's he a gorilla <laughs> and he goes to space like they're one note characters can just hardly do anything butter. dramatic he doesn't with have them, to be a part of to. his tragic backstory. I think, is this the next, I, can, I know we keep saying this, but is this the next episode one where we, every time we talk about Overwatch, everyone has a million things to say? Like, <laughs> never talk I about. haven't decided what I'm doing next week. It's going to be Queeby or Overwatch. Oh, God. No, <laughs> I am not it's gonna be a, it's signing gonna be a hate into Queeby. You cannot make me. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say I'm not logging into Overwatch, but, like, that's fine. But Queeby's I already have the battle done at launch I'm, like, so I'm, I'm this close to, it's fine. Overwatch is unfortunately fun for me every time I play. No, it's it's, it's not a terribly designed uh, game. It's game, it's not despite their yeah, best efforts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they work so hard to, to make it not fun, but they, oh they failed somewhere. Well, but, I um, mean, have you guys heard of Project Titan, which Overwatch yes, kind of rose oh from the God. ashes? Like if yeah. that had happened, that would have been terrible. So I'm glad mm. we got Overwatch instead. 
Well, uh, Blizzard has a long history of failed projects, but we're not oh, talking yeah. about that this week. We're talking about tie-in media. And when you said uh, it's kind of like a f- a fan fiction with like a stamp on it or a brand on it, mm. it reminded me of yeah. one of my favorite pieces of supplemental com- uh, content ever, which is the... Um, the IDW Ghostbusters comics, mm. which the IDW Ghostbusters comics treat everything that has ever happened in the franchise as canon. So that's movie one, movie two, the cartoon, Extreme Ghostbusters, the video game, all that shit is canon. So but the cartoon that was called Ghostbusters, and that was the reason they. No, no, not the one with the gorilla. I'm sorry, not that. Right, one. Okay, all right. <laughs> Are we still talking yes. about Overwatch? <laughs> no, <laughs> I zoned out for a second. No, um, yeah, the one with the gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> gorilla busters. So, uh, but now that they, I watch, <laughs> they get the tone right. They, um, it's very stylized, so the artist doesn't have to try and draw Bill Murray's face every week, which is fine. Oh. Like that's that's something you don't need to do. And like the characters have their own voice beyond just the actor that used to play them. And uh, they they manage to have like fun stories and like make me want to come back every week, despite this being uh, you know a film franchise that is, like, totally dormant. And by the way, I was saying this before the, the 2016 reboot. I don't know if that shit's canon in their universe now, but I somehow doubt it. Uh, oh, buddy. I wouldn't be, su- I I wouldn't be surprised. That. And there were women Ghostbusters in that comic series, like, from the beginning, because they're like, oh, you know, we have these characters. Why not? Why don't we have more than just the four regular Ghostbusters? Like, we have room for it. We can tell the story. It's not like it's... Uh, we don't have to like spend time producing a million action figures or whatever. So why have don't you, we just do it? Have you mentioned the game yet? Yes, yes, I did. Oh, okay. um, it's, the game, the game is the, the game is good, and uh, the game is like on NES. Yeah, no, <laughs> the game is uh, sure. the, the third. Uh, the third. The game was like worked off of one of the spec scripts for the third movie, and it's like people are it's just like yeah. just consider that because you're never going to get anything as good. And like I'm not excited when I hear oh they're doing a new Ghostbusters thing. I'm never excited about that. I like Ghostbusters Ooh, the movie a lot. How about that one that's supposedly coming out, but is probably I'm, in Corona Jail? <laughs> I am not excited for that, and I don't like dude, even if it's good, I'm not so, excited for it. That looks the, so bad, dude. Yeah, the you know, you that you know actually right? now that you mention it, that looks like a supplemental material thing. That looks like a fucking fan animated oh, short yeah, sure. or a comic or a oh, well, this thing that you loved, it's really important to these new characters, and they gotta get the old guy back, and it's like, fuck. I mean, it's Force Awakens. It is Force Awakens. Force Awakens (laughs) is, like, kind of a huge budget tie-in material thing. Like, this is like a, we gotta have the old characters, but we also gotta have the new characters, you know? It's like a... Yeah. I mean, a a through line through a lot of this, and uh, something that always comes to mind when talking about the new Star Wars movies is, like, the kind of uh, unreasonable reverence for the main thing. Right. Like, the thing that yes. happened in, you know, whatever spawned the thing, like, oh, all of this iconography is just the most important thing to these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the supplemental material definitely does that, I think. Or uh, at least, you know, some of the ones that I've experienced. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like here's the thing from I do kind of feel that way about Luke Skywalker. It's like, why does everyone love him so much? Like, he's not... He's not the characters in the the media, yeah. I mean, like he was yeah, exactly. a guy. Like he did blow up the Death Star, which is huge. Yeah, and one like, of the things that uh, supplemental material does, uh, Cam, that you just reminded know, me of I'm, is that maybe um, I'm being too cynical. No, he, no, no, he no, did no. do some, a lot of some, stuff. Uh, now some, that I'm about uh, it. he's pretty important. Some, he blew up too. Yeah, and he killed the <laughs> or he killed. 
He didn't kill the Emperor. He didn't kill Vader. I guess he killed Vader. All right, I'm not doing the Star Wars stuff. I'm sorry. Right. So, um, uh, save it for next year. In a show or in a movie series or in a book series or whatever that does not have a really rock solid established canon, sometimes what supplemental material will do is kind of fill in the gaps with a little bit of glue. Like they'll be like, ah, yes, this adventure, which took place after this adventure. uh, You know, uh, these all were like a complete uh, arc of my life and not just whatever happened to be written at the time. Uh, like, some of the Star Trek stuff I've seen, in a, in most Star Trek episodes, they don't reference things that happened on previous episodes, at least in TOS. In, in, uh, in Next Generation, they do it more often. But, like, it when you... I don't know if you ever uh, took it, a look at any of those Star Wars books that our dad has, Cam, but oh, they'll say, like, back Star when Trek. we were on the... Yeah, Star, sorry, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, when they're on this... Uh, we're getting a little bit of Star Wars brain here, but um, uh, <laughs> in the Star Trek so books, uh, they'll they'll say stuff like, back when we were had the adventure on this planet, mm-hmm. like uh, referencing a specific episode, which is something that they never, ever do in the show. No, like, no, yeah. they have never, each episode is self-contained <laughs> completely. They never bring up, from my, from my knowledge, it's, they, like, they meet God and then they leave. Like, they never talk about imagine it. If, imagine if they, like, uh, realized and pointed out every time there was, like, evil Kirk or something. Yeah. Or, or every it's time like, they oh, travel really through time, it's like, wait a minute. Wait right. a minute. What did we do the last time we traveled through time? Oh, yeah. Time? Spock and it's like, was they the don't smart ever... guy in that one, too. <laughs> How many times have we been to Rome planet? <laughs> hey, weren't you here last uh. week? <laughs> Check our Star Trek episode if you haven't. Uh, Star yeah, Trek that, is that so good. That's a fun time. Um, Big fan of that. Oh, um, a little tease for the audience um, and you guys. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Twilight Zone season two, not that season two, the new season two is coming out June tenth. So. Um, oh. And it's all all episodes are dropping at once. So this is mm. I'm gonna make you guys watch like. I better re up my CBS all access. <laughs> yeah, baby. Do you? I'll pay for it. Gonna... I'll give you the <laughs> okay. Line. Okay. We're watching um, eight hours of fucking bad Twilight well, I Zone mean, again. this is technically a sequel episode. I, I don't know if this considered me breaking the glass on it. Maybe this is just a tie-in to our previous episode, a little bit of supplemental material. Oh, yeah. It's uh, retro uh, yeah, two. A, a thing that's vaguely connected and bad. Well, hey, hey. Most of the supplemental. Um, some of my... Uh, one, I, I, my go-to is comics, but one of the other things that happened a lot in I think the late 2000s and early 2010s is that Western companies would be like, no, we can get a really, really cheap animated movie out about our thing. Uh, off the top of my head, oh. I think of the Dead Space one. Yeah, that one dude, was that really was crazy. Cool. It's Back not even then. just like Western animated movie. There's like a lot of things get anime that you wouldn't think. There's a oh, lot of yeah. Marvel and DC anime. That X-Men one has some great animation in the theme song. Yeah, there's a there's and a that's, Halo that's the anime. the best thing I have to say about it. <laughs> we should watch that shit. That would be great. The Halo anime would be, it seems like such a weird cultural point. Like, what's yeah. the... I have so many questions like, about Halo it that nobody even, can answer. Is, that's not even popular in, in Japan. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people in Japan don't care about Xbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so weird. They don't care about Xbox or FPS games. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of that's a really interesting thing. I mean, like, oh, actually, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure Mass Effect got one too. Didn't Mass Effect get like an anime or like an like a, a, a short-lived anime short short or something? I think it had an like, animated movie or something. 
I meant Imagine to think of that. The only Mass Effect thing I ever consumed was the anime. <laughs> that would be I some think I'd be okay shit. With that. Would you be oh happier as a person? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, uh, I haven't seen it, but I assume they don't take the natural route, which is to make it a harem anime. That's what they Ooh, should. <laughs> baby. Like, <laughs> it should just be like Tenchi Muyo, but they're all aliens instead of only five of them being aliens. Um, ah, there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the kind of stuff that happens all the time in supplemental material. It's like unnecessary information being given to you, uh, weird reveren- reverence being given to the thing that happened in the main story. Uh, or picking a very small thing and having it be very like it being the plot of this comic right. is that oh you know that guy who lived he got away yeah exactly um, I don't mean to bring up <laughs> I don't mean to bring up Star Wars again but Rogue One does that a lot like these people oh, were the yeah. most important they uh, did Star Wars Densetsu no Gaiden I believe it's called uh, no Rogue One is like it's it's just fucking uh, like showing Darth Vader's castle which is such a uh, which is such a like we can't do this right now we can't we can't we can't we really can't, can't. i know yeah. <laughs> i want to save it save it for a rogue one we have to do <laughs> is that, that in like uh, year four? eight years no that's we gotta do no 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 it, it's no. in chronological order so oh, we ne- next year is three and then it's rogue one. Oh, so you're doing release order then <laughs> yeah. no no no, no, no chronological. i'm joking it's not release <laughs> i'm yeah. i guess um, he's right <laughs> Well, yeah, no, since, since Alex is the one who uh, dictates our fucking anniversary episodes yeah, for some Rogue reason, one I don't is know. Like, he's in charge. Right I don't know. The, we, we didn't we didn't vote on this. I don't know why this happened. Just... <laughs> you walked in one day. Sorry, <laughs> he just changed his name tag, and now we have to watch Star Wars once a year. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like, do you even I, work we, here? We've said this, and at, at risk of being too meta, I I think that the bit of doing one Star Wars episode every year yeah. is just really funny. Because <laughs> it's, it's we funny can't get it all out of our system. We're edging Star Wars talk for a year. <laughs> we are every single time. There's so much to talk about. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh um, Star Wars. Saying you saying Star Wars reminds me that um, I I'm a big fan of Gundam, which is uh, better than Star Wars, but not by much. Not by very much at all. Um, <laughs> And uh, they do a lot of, like, side manga stories, and they do little OVAs. Now, Gundam doesn't have, like, a hard-line canon as much, because they they do it over a bunch of different universes. The only thing that's consistent about Gundam is that there's a a robot that sells a lot of model kits. Um, And uh, so... And there's Char. Yes. There's a Char. And there's... Well, not not even all of them, but in way too many of them. There's Uh, a Char. It doesn't have to be the Char, -Char. but it's a a Char. So what happens over time is that they're, like, for a long time, they're as creative as a toy cash-in can get, which is, like, we do a different universe, we do a different design every time. But eventually they're, like, we make a lot of money every time we refer back to the original one, the 79 Gundam. So what if we started setting all of our little series and manga and, like, uh, tie-ins, what if they were all set conspicuously in the one-year period that happens right before this? What if What if there were 900 OVAs and uh, manga series about specific pilots who flew one specific robot in the one-year war between Zeon and the Federation? Yeah. Like... And now, now it's got to be... It's, it's like if there's a whole movie about Red Leader. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Wait, don't give Disney any ideas. Are you sure that there's not? Are you 100% sure? Because you can't be. If there's a Jabba the Hutt... If there's multiple Jabba the Hutt-centered comic series... You know all the shit used to have to go on Lucas's desk? 
and it doesn't anymore. Which I feel like w- should good? make it worse. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I, have I don't to have stop. to. I don't have to buy the uh, the Taco Bell meal to get the full story of Gundam. But uh, you know, it's it's just it just feels that way with a lot of stuff. Like you just. I, I, it's, it reminds me of the kind of stuff I used to see on like magazine ad pages for games, you know, where it's like, uh, start the oh. story here or something like that. Shit, I yeah. really did want to, can we do, I might just record this and post it later, but I want to talk about Corn Nuts ads for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I do that later? I'll do it's it later. A, it's a, it's yeah. about comics, like with so I'll do many it. I'll comics do it have Corn Nuts ads. <laughs> I'll do it. You want to record it as a bit for the break where you I and don't... me just are like, here's yes. our Corn Nuts ad? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And now that we've um, set it on recording, we have to do it. Right. So Because I, I can't edit it out. It's impossible. But um, It can't be done. I, I, I think this I might have mentioned it before, and this might not make it into the episode. might not have made it into the episode, but I just we have to say this before this segment is over. Um, the Final Fantasy movies are the most oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, God. Movies. God. They sure are. I mean, are. the Advent Children movie was, you know, it was the Advent Children movie. It was a giant cut scene. But the Spirits Within movie was fucking weird. Spirits yeah, within like the idea bankrupted that it's like, okay, you watch, this, watch this CG thing in order to even understand what the video game is. Well, uh, because like, I know in Final Fantasy 15 they offloaded a lot of the oh they offloaded oh, yeah, so much Kingsglaive to King, right? not just the movie because yeah. there was Kingsglaive and there was also the anime series and they were mm. both supposedly important. Oh, but people who a... had seen all three and played the game were like, I have no idea what's going on in this fucking game. And then the dire- <laughs> and then the director was like, Well, play the story DLCs, and then only two of them came out, and yeah. then they canceled the rest. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a Final Fantasy VII anime, and I think I watched about, that. Not are you talking about Advent Children? Or are you no, there no, there was one? an anime. I swear what? there was an anime. No way. I watched I, I'm it. Pretty sure there isn't. Are you sure you weren't just well, watching a Newgrounds? Oh, Last animation? Order, brand new AAA, big budget um, Final Fantasy VII fan fiction. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no! Whoa. It's that's not fan fiction. That's rebuild. It's oh different. no, there was a self insert in there. <laughs> yeah, oh, the, the fucking Ava rebuild Ma- this again. Mari parachutes. Oh, yeah. Okay, anime movie. No, no, no. Right. I, I actually, I actually think that the, um, that the uh, manga, the the Ava manga, is closer to what we're talking about than the the rebuild. Oh song. yeah, the one where it's just a harem or whatever, <laughs> or yeah, they, or they're actually in school. Well, oh, God. So it's they're in school. Completely not, not missing the point that, of the whole. That's series. not the one I'm talking about, but it does miss that one. Does miss the point. This one is more like a straight retelling that was that happened at that got happened after the anime but like it really like expands on some events in weird ways like the you don't get to hear Ritsuko's like last words in the series and like that's a big moment a big emotional moment but they make a point of having a huge extended conversation between her and Gendo in like the in the (laughs) manga where they explain a bunch of stuff and it's like I don't need that and this doesn't count anyway like it's not like I, I don't need you to like fill in the gaps for me I'm not looking for answers not like they ever had any to begin with they exploded well, to crosses because yeah. it's cool like it's Ava's a weird case because you can tell that they didn't get to do exactly what they wanted hmm. with the ending yes so they're like okay well let's do a, a movie for it mm-hmm. um, end of Ava is very good mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we'll ever do an episode on Evangelion. I was I actually have, hoping because um, Cam's the only one uh, out of all of us, even George, that hasn't done an anime or manga episode. And I'm like, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm like, even though we've all seen it, maybe the only one that Cam cares yeah, about it. That wouldn't be new. For Damn, me, yeah, I don't. But, I don't know. Have I watched any anime that you guys haven't watched? There's no way. 
Probably no. Probably no. But I don't think so. I was just thinking, like, even if it was something that we had all seen, I was just thinking, is there any anime that you care about enough to do an episode? And I'm like, man, I hope he makes us watch Ava again. And I'm like... <laughs> if we do Ava, I'm going to make Tyler be on the episode. I never thought I'd say this, but I would like Tyler to be there. Hmm. It's funny because Tyler is... <laughs> oh, that was a joke. Tyler, <laughs> you guys have to laugh, he, otherwise it's mean. He, he, is, he is an Evangelion character, whether he knows it or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I might do my... I watched it last year. Maybe I'll watch it again this year. I really do like that show. Uh, I um, something popped up in my feed recently, and I just like I posted in the YouTube recommends chat, and nobody ever looks at those. But it was just a bash up between Ava Music and Tenacious D. But it was so <laughs> mind bogglingly good to the point where the person had edited uh, footage between the Pick of Destiny and uh, the climax of Evangelion so perfectly oh, wow. that I was like, this is legitimate, like. To something, it's a lost art form, the AMV, and I'm not about to uh, cry tears over it. But, uh, yeah. but it, this was like, this was the best I've ever seen. Like this, this is this one actually beats out that one video of uh, Vegeta turning Super Saiyan in the rain, listening to Phil Collins. Uh, like this is, it's the only one that's better than that. It's is that the, only the one moment yet? <laughs> it should be. God damn it! I, yeah, I think it should be in the moment, like a big gif. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. Oh, man. I, yes, all right. Uh, when we come back, we will talk about the uh, the digital comics that we spent our hard-earned uh, quarantine money on. Wow. To, yeah, to, I spent money to, on. To find, out, uh, to find out what Jabba the Hutt's middle name is after... God, uh, it's the... After, it's, uh, it's Benjamin. Comicsology, <laughs> digital comics... Comics for the champions. All right, break time, break time. Make make it drink if you need to. What a second. So, will this one? We are t- coming back. We're tying right back in. Uh, so, if you've read the supplemental material, you know what happened in the intervening minutes of the break. Right. You know uh, how you... I got my red arm. Right. Right. Uh, you know why I have such an affection for this particular jacket I'm wearing. Um, you, and, my uh, my lucky dice, obviously. You. That's know. right. My, oh. my whole thing with that. You know how All I right. Shut up about that for so one low. second. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I had everyone read some tie-in comics, and I would have them go to a comic book store and pick some up, but uh, because of this, uh, I have uh, decided you know we're going to do some digital comics because that is a different experience. Digital comics are like a little weird to get into, a little obtuse. There's a, a horrible multinational conglomerate that fused with Amazon that owns all the rights to digital distribution for everything, and sometimes they can't get the license to things that are on shelves. So there's weird gaps in their, like, availability. But 
a lot of stuff is on there and a lot of stuff that some executive thought would be a great idea like oh we have to have a comic for this we have to get the person who loves assassin's creed to buy 500 things related to assassin's creed he's got to have the poster the cd the movie the the comic book everything and that comic book is always listed somewhere in the middle or the end like it's not the first thing they were thinking about no. and because of that you get weird side stories, sometimes written by lifers, workmen's in the industry. It's other times it's like my my nephew can do it. My nephew can do it. He he just just get uh he'll get himself coked up and we'll have the script out in two days. You know like what's easy? Nepotism. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy. And sometimes it's just like Turns that. Out. And it's just gotta be like it's it's a very weird thing to do because you know when you go into the comic book store what are the two things you expect to see you expect to see spider-man and you expect to see like somebody's thing that they've worked on their whole life that isn't selling nearly as much as spider-man right, right but right. the third thing you see in there that always catches your eyes you're like hey godzilla i love godzilla but i didn't know he had a comic book and you walk over and you pick it up and you buy it out of curiosity and even if it sucks they made a sale off of that yeah it's it's like oh i've missed 600 episodes of the x-files that i didn't know were happening <laughs> yeah. Even if they were okay, I've missed so much <laughs> X Files content that I'm sad now. <laughs> like you and have it's to very, buy it all up. You are seriously gambling when you pick up a tie-in comic. I will. I will tell you right now. There is a very wide spectrum, and um, just to cut this off right at the front here, Star Wars runs the whole spectrum. Uh, you get you get the you get the best where it's like this could be a movie, this could be a TV show, this could be anything, but it's they a comic. But it's a comic and it's great. Right, 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 hmm. or, right. Yeah. So you get stuff that is that good, that is so good that you can't believe that it's, it's being relegated to a comic, and you get stuff that's like this is a waste of paper. Like this is <laughs> this is. This is not worth the paper it's printed on. We I might, have lost minutes of my life thinking about this. We might get to this later, but a lot of the comics I or a lot of the comics I've read just in general, I've thought about, man, someone worked for like just like weeks on this shit and nobody mm -hmm. saw it. And right. nobody cares and it's just cast into the wind and gone forever. <laughs> right. Much like our show. Uh, yeah. That's well, not no, even true apparently. anymore. We're, we people back Lately, we've been finding out a lot of weeks. people are listening to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please make yourself vocal because I swear yes. to God, I thought only five people listened to this for so, the it's been increasing episodes. lately, right? It's yes. just spreading it. outward. Like, one of them said that they had friends that had it. They had the podcast, right? Right. And well, this is coincidentally uh, happening the during the coronavirus. The oh, boy. <laughs> so I think our Come podcast on. might be the virus. <laughs> Nature is not healing. <laughs> Whoa, my wow. doctor's oh, been no. telling me I've been viral for years. <laughs> uh, my tweets so. aren't doing very well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's been uh, my stand-up but, notes but doctor <laughs> I am Pagliacci <laughs> oh man wow now we're give really give me a one week this is gonna be wait, a wait, you're so now what now on the anniversary second. we have to have the Pagliacci episode no that's what yeah. I make ooh that would be great like two hours of Pagliacci tweets <laughs> yeah, we talk <laughs> about the opera about the sad clown <laughs> yeah you have to watch the opera <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just that's... really classing up the joint. We're like after after a hundred and five after a hundred and five episodes of dick jokes, we decided to review the classical We're French going opera. To watch an opera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put it in the can. That we set it on the recording. It's mm -hmm. probably going it's to happen. Record. I'm doing Hamlet next week. <laughs> ah, the immortal bard George <laughs> Lucas. I always prefer an omelet. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Um, oh my. So God. I had I had everyone read at least two issues of tie-in comics. So the rules were you had to pick something that was uh, based on a media property that was not originally a comic book. So even though there are Spider-Man t- comics that tie into the Spider-Man movie or whatever, like d- don't do any of that shit. Like pick something that is tied to something that you know. So. Um, um, and the yeah, I don't know Spider Man. This time was I don't know what that uh, is. was. Uh, we actually read it, right? right. Because <laughs> okay. I made I made some critical <laughs> mistakes uh, the last time I did a comic book episode. I believe that was in uh, one of our it was episode sixty something. But Summary. when I we did yes, uh, summer of last year, I am still a little salty about that episode because I'm very proud of almost everything that happened in it, except for the fact that. 50% of uh, the podcast was people talking about going into a store, buying something, reading it, or not reading it, and throwing it in the trash when they got home. Looking, like it Looking was, at the cover and then doing nothing else. Was that one of the ones that me. I wasn't on? That's one of the ones you weren't on, yeah. Yeah, I remember I said you being you would have. But, like... Uh, you would have nailed it. <laughs> thing is, like, I, it was, I thought it was, like, obvious that we would have had to read it. Like, you Right, I think oh, that there oh, was some it generous... Was. <laughs> it was some generous interpretation well, of what I said. The... The experience was going into a store and buying a comic. I actually, I actually set. like how it turned out. I think talking about the experience <laughs> yeah. of going to the store is right. interesting I, as well. I yeah. did want to I, talk about that. That was part of what I wanted to talk about as the experience. But I also, I did not think it would, I had to like stress <laughs> the point that I wanted you to read the thing you bought. This is going to come up in a later episode when we have to go to a restaurant and everyone only talks about the the commute to get to the restaurant and not the <laughs> meal at all. <laughs> we never talk about the well, food. Well, no, we I've ate. always been very clear. You have to go to two restaurants, you have to eat two meals. Oh, I, I, I'm just going to talk about the wait staff the whole time. <laughs> you can't you can't monkey's paw me on this real one. Real Karen move. Nick's going to complain about the waitress the whole time. <laughs> I put $5 on the table and every time she called me Rick, I added another dollar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. It's <laughs> mm. actually um, very generous. <laughs> uh, it, it told me that she was very busy. I understand. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, I had I had you all read some tie-in comics. Um, Seb, you uh, took a very dangerous stance, which is to read something that Joss Whedon, Whedon wrote in the past five years. Oh, no. Which is very terrifying to me. I thought he did. No. I, th- I know he returned to some of his old properties for comic books, but I, I guess he must have dodged those. I think it, I his... think it just had his name on it. I don't. What's his oh, weird um, kink that he puts in everything? Is it red-haired women? Is that what I'm? Yes, it's yeah. Uh... Yes, <laughs> every yeah. comic book writer has one kink that they put into everything <laughs> they do. Well, appropriately, Cam, Joss Whedon wrote X-Men for a while, and that's what uh, got him to be very big. Yeah, he wrote he wrote Astonishing X-Men, and his run is okay to uh it's it's got wolverine in the costume that everybody likes so i think the art carries some of that (laughs) it is astonishing x-men actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah um Um, the the new buffy comic is written by jordy belair oh jordy belair yeah they're okay they're oh jordy belair um but uh appears to be like how (laughs) um yeah did you hear that she had her whole life flipped upside down Oh, well. Uh, anyway, um, what was the experience? Can you tell us why you picked this out? Can you tell us about your experience with this and what you, what you thought about it and why you picked it out, that sort of thing? Because I know you're a Buffy fan. You and I used to talk about Buffy in the, at the movie theater. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that was like the main point at which I was I was like at the height of my Buffy fanness. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I felt bad because I felt bad because 
Huh? You talked about it a lot, and I never... Lo- you were getting into it for the first time, and I had, like, watched it, like, a million years ago. Yeah. And I was never that into it. Like, I, I watched it because it was next to Smallville. Like, I didn't watch it because I was, like, a huge Buffy fan. Yeah. And I don't even like Smallville that much. <laughs> I, um, but it's I, just, like... I cannot believe Nick watched Smallville. This I did not watch the whole thing. Listen, it's okay. It had Superman Nick, in it. Yeah, but Nick is, has like a a radar for things that are really really bad. And when was Smallville coming out? Though something that was really really bad. That was a long. The time thing ago. about Smallville is that you don't know how good you had it when you watch Smallville. <laughs> like, did you like, have to use like a, a microscope or something? No, it's yeah. Like, what is this a series for Ants? Smallville. No. Uh, <laughs> They the 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 actors they got for both Lex Luthor and Lex Luthor's dad were both like really really well done. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. actually like the interpersonal relationship stuff was okay to good. But it was like teen teen drama quality, but I just didn't expect that from what I was watching. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then then uh, in a weird twist, the thing that I was watching it for the superhero action. Whenever any of that would start, I would go, "Oh no!" Yeah, no, I I, I get to that a lot of the times. It's like. Well, I talked about it in our um, a ghost story episode. It's like yeah. it's about ghost hunting, and every time they start hunting ghosts, I'm like, oh god, I don't care about this. Uh, by the way, uh, shout outs to B. She's great and she's amazing. The arc she is currently on in um, uh, in a ghost story has god, the I most amazing up. one of my favorite reveals in any webcomic ever. Okay, I gotta... uh, I'm not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna spoil the reveal exactly, but they are uh, talking to a ghost that has been antagonizing them, and then they see what the ghosts actual body looked like at the moment of death and there there's just this huge splash panel with a character reacting going oh my god what happened to your dick <laughs> it's like this huge okay. splash page and the explanation afterwards is like this vague moment Dude, but it's, it was like a, I gotta, it was I a huge that. reveal and uh it. it was like important like sort of important to the plot like it was just really funny i gotta um, hand it to her it's, it's a really great storytelling bit yeah i've been but, really enjoying uh, that's her the twitter i think she's about. my favorite part of my twitter timeline right now <laughs> yeah she is incredible on twitter yeah. i mean we're we're just plugging in a, a past episode slash account slash mm-hmm. webcomic but uh beak uh, up beak, come on the podcast yeah figure out how to spell it <laughs> no for real yeah <laughs> not just really for an interview tweets. just just be here She's been yeah, watching exactly. The Sopranos lately, which is another past episode. And it's a, it's mm. really fun to get some. Yeah. Uh, off the Hearing her complain Sopranos about Christopher takes. is very good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Chrissy. Um, yeah. So you've been reading some Joss Whedon adjacent comics. Yes. Um, uh, how so how are they? I read uh, the first two issues of the new Buffy comic, not the old Buffy comic. The old Buffy comic, um, which I've the been meaning to read, but just the show. haven't picked up. Um, starts off directly from the end of the TV show, and actually, they call it, oh, Buffy season 8, 9, 10, 11, I think Yeah, they, they, they do this stuff. It's like, um, oh, the network canceled us, but we still have more to say. Yeah. Kind of stuff. There's <laughs> well, a lot I of mean, tiny comics that go that supplemental route. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then they had other spinoffs like Angel, and I think Spike had his own comic. Um, but, uh, so... It is instead a reboot, and it's by Boom Comics, um, who I didn't know existed. Um, and the writing's fine. The writing is, you know, you... If you pick up on Joss Whedon's, like, banter, like, he's really... Yeah. Um, his style Real is bantery. tons of banter all the time. Characters won't shut up. But a lot of time, I'm fine with that. It makes them, uh, you know, fun to watch and fun to listen to. 
Um, so that was a, a big mark of the characters in Buffy. Um, so, so far, that's pretty good. Um, all the characters look like they're actors from the show, which, um, mm. since it was a reboot, mm. I didn't think they really needed to do that. Mm. Um, but it, it made sense in the previous comic, um, because they were continuing from the show. Um, I don't think they needed to do that, but that's fine. They all look like they're actors. Um, so I do far- like seeing um, artist representations of characters. Like I almost did the X Files comic for this. Mm-hmm. I like seeing mm-hmm. um, oh, what's that guy's stupid ass name? Danny Duchovny and uh, David oh. Duchovny. <laughs> Danny oh. Duchovny is his uh, is his less famous it's his brother, son. right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, Scully, um, Gillian, Gillian Anderson, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, but, no, uh, Jacob. Sorry, Jacobs is Britta. Uh, Anderson is Anderson, Scully. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we botched both those names but it's fun to see artist representation of famous people like what uh, i'm gonna get to that when i talk about my or yeah. whatever my, my uh my comic for this this uh, episode all right yeah I'm sorry so so the it's art's cool pretty good the, i mean it's nothing to really write home about the art um but it's good it's fine it's serviceable um they're ac- actually their facial expressions are really good um and so far they've done a good job of oh we are actually in Sunnyvale, uh sunnyvale sunnydale sunnydale um oh the vampires are the same have you seen this show son Ooh, it doesn't sound like <laughs> sounds like me botching both actors names. sorry uh, yeah i know <laughs> i love this show no idea who's in it <laughs> <laughs> what's it about i don't know um uh, i think so far they're going too too far on let's introduce all the characters at once. Because you know how, how long, like, one page it, or one uh, issue is? It's, like, 22 yeah, pages, what? 22 pages. So yeah. it's, like... So they're, like, all right, here's Buffy, Xander, Willow. Willow's girl... And that's another thing. Willow already has a girlfriend in this one. Um, and the girlfriend... I don't know how much of a plot point she's going to be, but, like, the whole mm. thing in, um, in the original show was Willow and... Uh, Tara, Tara, um, like, Tara brings Willow out of her shell, and it seems like Willow is already a little bit more out of her shell in here, and I, I feel like that's a lost chance of, for a character arc for her. Not that everything has to be exactly the same, but, um, yeah, so you have the, the, the Scooby game gang, the main three, then there's Giles, then they already introduced Spike, and they introduced the main, like, villainess vampire from the first season, and they introduced, um, Anya, and and everyone's in it already, except for Angel in the first two issues. And I'm like, slow down. Like, I know this is Buffy. I know what I'm in for. You don't need to shove everyone in my face at once. Um, Did they introduce them like you wouldn't know them from the show? Not Because I assume if it's really. a continuation, then... They would. They wouldn't have to spend a lot of time establishing who these people are. No, the, you just kind of see them, and you're like, "Oh, it's Spike." Um, oh, okay. They, like, um, I mean, the character might introduce themselves because it's a reboot, and the characters right. don't know each other. But you look at that person, and you're like, "Oh, that's Giles. Oh, that's this person." Um, so does it have like a little caption with their name next to it, or do people <laughs> just say their name? Spike, the the haughty bad boy with a British accent. <laughs> Oh, hey, um, guys, it's me, oh, Cam. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a comic artist. Uh, oh, hey, right, Cam. Oh, hey, a, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> you like there's Super a, Monkey Ball. There's a, there's a comic artist and writer who, uh, who was uh, um, Matt Fraction. And mm-hmm. he would 
people would joke about him because he would always have fractions, which were just these captions that would just have every character's name next to them every time he would like board like uh, uh, write out the script for an issue. It's like, oh, you have to have this caption t- saying a little tidbit about the character. Like it was just a, a big thing appearing over their face going, uh, this Wolverine. is who Cyclops is. <laughs> Wolverine, colon, <Jeez>. claws. <laughs> Wolverine. Cyclops. Wolverine, Wolverine adamantium. Eat, uh, 12 bowls of ice cream. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, like an insane non sequitur. No, it yeah. hasn't been like that <laughs> yet. Um, I, there are some good ones that. like that, uh, but no, I guess, but like, they, they, you kind of run into that trouble. It's like, who is buying this that doesn't know these characters? And if they do already know all these characters, then what are you doing when you're just describing them again? Right. Like, it's yeah. like, I don't need to know that Wolverine has claws. <laughs> I don't need to know that he can eat 10 bowls of ice cream. I already know that. I read the yeah, X-Men we've before. We've seen it. Yeah. I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, that was the last movie. issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway. so what, uh, Days of Future Past was about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. I don't remember. Um, Buffy comic... Good so far, going a little bit too fast. Uh, I feel like they might have erased a potential character arc for Willow. Um, and Cordelia is there, and I'm not sure how I feel. Cordelia feels like she's actually kind of nice, but too outgoing this time, but she also feels like a dick at the same time. So I'm not Mm. sure about Cordelia, because I'm not sure how they're trying to write her. Um, the other one I read was the new Firefly comic. Um, yeah, that one like just came out, didn't it? I guess so. Um, it's not Serenity. I think the earlier comic was Serenity and not Firefly. Right, um, right. Because they lost the rights to use the name Firefly, so then right, they made they the movie can't Serenity, say but it was Firefly. all the same. What? <laughs> right, they can't legally say Firefly, even if that's what it is. Yeah, like, you can't, like you everything was the same, except they just called just it Serenity call it after the ship. Right. Um... Which it was named it's after like, the ship um, anyway. I thought it was. Na- I thought that was named after the Seinfeld episode. To, any, yeah. to anyone who's a to anyone who's a comic uh, person, if it's the same shit as a at calling something Captain Marvel, there's a character called Captain Marvel. Is... You're allowed to call the character that, but if you name your comic book that, Marvel can sue you. God <laughs> yeah. damn, dude! It's um, the stupidest shit. Okay. So, this one I did not like as much. Uh, I only read one issue. I did not like it as much as the Buffy comic. One, because the art sucks. Um, it's by this guy, Dan McField, Dan McGade. No, oh, Dan you're Mc- calling him McGade. Out. You're saying um, Dan McGade, your art blows. Dan McGade. And I'm not sure if it's because he's just not paired with the right colorist. Or um, he's not, like, trying I, that might be too. Like, <laughs> no, really, because he cannot capture a likeness. Should, he I don't is, think we should specifically call out artists and say they're bad. They're I can do what fine. I want. Um, so he, um, like, I, I looked at his art online, and he can do some cool stuff when he does not have to draw a face, um, and when he colors his own stuff because he gets this this like weird um, expressionism kind of like loose uh ink washes and stuff like that but when he's trying to ink a comic it it doesn't look like he's got confidence in his lines and because that's mainly what he's doing is the inks and somebody else does the colors it really shows and he cannot capture a likeness like nathan fillion's face does not look like nathan nathan fillion's face but it looks like he's Mm. trying to make it nathan fillion's face he has a very distinct face it seems like yeah i mean i can't do art but 
Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So is this? So you said this one just came out. Is this part of a comic series? Yes. Or is this a standalone? No, book? it's it's a series. Okay. Um, okay. So have have you read the previous ones? No. Um, the oh. the Serenity and Buffy comics are ones that I keep meaning to pick up, but I just haven't. Gotcha. And actually, I've got like an entire shelf of the newest Sandman universe stuff that I haven't read that I've been collecting for like two years. Um, oh my god! So I just keep getting them in the mail, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just put it on the shelf. Ah, another decoration. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just want to have them for when I want to read them, because uh, mm. otherwise I'll have to wait for the trade yeah. paperbacks. You buy uh, aspirationally. Yeah. Someday I will read this. Yeah. Some, someday I, I will. I used to do that shit with comics, and then I... Comics are expensive. Nick and I argue about yeah. this all the time. But And actually, yeah. I should have... Um, because I've been, you were like, comics are too expensive. Trades are, are way ch- are way more valuable. And I'm like, uh-huh. it's the same amount it's of money. literally the <laughs> same is, amount of money. Um, it, except that um, I've been ordering mine from like a subscription service online that actually is in like fucking Utah? Or something. Ah, uh, so you're getting them shipped over. So they're to you, like huh? eight dollars a piece, and I just it, like I started ordering them when I was in college, and there were no comic stores around, and I couldn't get to any. Right. Um, so you have your your like electric, your water, your Sandman bill, your yeah. garbage. You gotta... <laughs> yeah, my We're Sandman and ElfQuest bill. <laughs> um, and I I kept being like, oh man, I should just get a talk about Neil Nick, shut up. Divorce on this um, <laughs> I should just get like a pull list at Sarge's or Toy Vault. And then uh, this happened, coronavirus happened, and I'm like, oh, good thing I didn't start a pull list because I'm still getting my comics. Yeah. Yes. Um, pull lists seem, I mean, for the, uh, the non the yeah, person. It would have been so much is. cheaper. Go ahead. I do not know. It's, you Nick, basically, um, okay, so. you, you tell them, oh, wait, I want this comic, this comic, this comic, whenever it comes in, and then you go in and you just have it. They put aside a box for yeah. you. So if you only come, go to a comic store once a month, even if Spider-Man releases on the first... And, uh, you know, Godzilla releases on the 10th and uh, Serenity comes out on the 15th. If you want all those comics and you show up on the 20th, they're all put aside for you. Yes, so, if you like, if you get off on being a regular at a restaurant where they know your name, this will give you the same endorphins. I actually yeah. think if you are lucky to have a place where you can talk to people that you like, this is the best part about being God, a comic yeah. I, I fucking And you are going wish. into a comic shop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was this was part of the thing that I was trying to talk about in the last comic book episode we had is that there is something very special about going in you know once a month or every couple weeks or whatever and going hey I've been reading this it's good what have you been reading oh that's nice uh, I know the people that come here play Warhammer every night do you actually like any of them no me neither that's fine <laughs> we like you know you just have something do the guys say, behind the like counter another... ever shut up about obscure Star Wars references that aren't even canon anymore <laughs> do you guys want to listen to my I talk about Jackson's Dexter Jetster at least once a week <laughs> um, with my bartender. <laughs> yes, but that's the thing, right? It's the same thing as having a, a bartender you like, having a having a restaurant, having a waitress yeah. or or, a, or someone you that you want to talk to. Where everybody knows your name, right? Even if it's like oh. a minor place. Like, that's I wish I you weren't right, enjoy. Alex. If, that is no. If, if they start to know my name at the convenience store, I stop going to that convenience store. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> um... Well, uh, I don't want them that, to know that, how much I have. Did the guy stop telling you your horoscope cam or what? <laughs> Wait, um, I'm going to finish about yeah, yeah. the Firefly comic. All right, yeah. so I already said art's bad. The expressions mm-hmm. and the faces are weird. Um, the colorist 
I don't know what he's trying to do. The backgrounds look good, but he's obviously struggling trying to find the structure on these faces that don't look good. Um, and that was, like, the main thing distracting me. But the characters are all written, like, oh, it's Joss Whedon banter. They all are the same character. Even though in the show, at least, they're not... They all have the Joss Whedon banter, but they all are oh, also God. different. Um, You're really not selling me on this. Like the thing is, I I, I like I understand. No, it's, it's not like, good. Uh, it's uh, like because right, 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 like oh. there's this idea that's like uh, the the kind of Whedonisms, like the the fucking horrible banter shit. And, like I really thought we had evolved <laughs> past that in you know in 2010. Because I'm like, all right, this guy like I it's it's like a thing that I really enjoyed at a certain time in my life, and it, it also sort of um, I think Cam's the only one who's going to understand this reference, but it it reminds me a lot of Bendis. Where it's like his dialogue oh, yeah. is meant to be read fast and very quippy, but any time that you think about it, it's just awful. It's like humans well, don't talk like that, and it would be annoying if they did. And yeah, it's no, not yeah. very entertaining. So, if so everyone bantered thing. like so, that all the time, they just think each other are complete assholes. Right. right. It's the, it's the Marvel movies paradox. Like eventually, well, he wrote. That's fun. the thing. He wrote well, Avengers and Age of Ultron. Yeah. God, this we, is like a six-hour episode <laughs> I could do right now. Like yeah, about we, the, we, the dialogue. You talk, you talk first. <laughs> Yeah, everyone we, is a smartass and constantly yep. quipping. Like when and you it's get fun sometimes, Doctor but Strange, they have to have other character traits. Mm, yes, and, getting yeah. Doctor Strange and Iron Man in the same yeah. room in Avengers, uh, whatever. Like that was like that's that should be the point where everyone realizes, like, oh, these characters have this like at least six same attributes: arrogant, yeah. like funny, uh, like and, handsome. Like they have like so many things that are the and same are and doctor strange and iron man don't have that many same similar qualities and like you're the, just making the only one thing character the only archetype. thing i can think of is in like the comics if you take a look took, look at those two characters and compare them to each other is that uh they both used to be arrogant and now they are less arrogant and they both have mustaches and that's yes. it those are the <laughs> only two things they have in common um, in the comics yeah and that's it and so when those two characters are in the same room they have a lot to talk about because they are so different like Tony's like, oh, do you still keep a mistress or are you married to that weird magician? Doctor Strange's like, why do you talk to me about that? Like, that's Doctor not the Strange's kind of like, thing. yo, you still have sex? <laughs> do you still <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm eating, like, I'm trying delicacies from the chaos dimension over here. You don't even know what I do in my leisure time. Like, Bro, if you ever been it. to X-12, they don't even do sex anymore. It's way better. <laughs> X twelve. No, I'm, I'm guys. I'm having 12. sex two in the dark X-12. dimension. You don't even know about huh? what I'm talking. Two? About. They made it. They made a two. Sex two. Only Doctor Strange knows about it. Doctor wow. Strange has sex two. It's wow. So much cleaner. I've great. been waiting for them to make sex another two. One. But like, but the, um, yeah, wait until the sequel comes out. But uh, but uh, but that's the kind of, of the year. But that's the kind of thing, Seb. That like, like Cam and I were just talking about this, where it's like, um listening to characters do this can get so exhausting yeah. and i think and it depends on which characters are doing it with whom to be de- yeah. believable like which is why in buffy i always felt like it worked because the ones who are bantering with each other are mostly the ones who know each other the best um mm. and they aren't always in that kind of situation like you can see when willow is shy and and reserved and she sh- slowly comes out of her shell or um Spike used to be enemies with Buffy, and when they bantered, it was, like, different than her and, you know, Xander and Willow and all that. And he could also do very emotional scenes, and actually, one of the episodes of 
anything that I always think about, that I always go back to, that made me cry the absolute most was, uh, can I spoil this for anybody? Is anybody going to watch uh, Buffy? I was just I, about to start I, it. They've, they've had plenty of time. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's, in season five, the episode where Buffy's mom dies... And it's, it's just because she had a brain tumor removed earlier in, in the uh, season. Um, and that was, like, their first, like, natural thing that they were like, can't we just magic it away? And they had to accept that they couldn't magic it away. And wow. she just dies of a brain aneurysm, like, as a, as a side effect later on after you thought that they'd gotten through it. And the way that that episode is written and Buffy just comes in, sees her, her mother's body on the couch... And just imagines as the EMTs are coming through, like, different scenarios where everything is okay. And it's so written so realistically and just gut-wrenchingly. And mm. that is not full of bants, that episode. Mm-hmm. And so writers have to know when they can do that and when they can't. But um, sometimes when people try to write like Joss Whedon, that's all they do. Like, they'll be in an awful, terrible situation, and they're just, like, banting, like, constantly. And I'm like, shut up! I can't believe these characters. <laughs> like, um, in this Firefly comic, that's all they do. Um, and all of the characters are the same. And I just can't really believe them. Right. Not everyone is funny, just like this podcast. Right. Yeah. Mm, there are some clear weak me. links. So uh, only Alex I, is funny. I definitely. And also, they don't so, do. Um, right. One more thing about this Firefly comic before I yeah. finally let somebody talk um, <laughs> is they they don't do the world building, um, and I'm only one issue in. But even like in the first episode in the pilot of Firefly, they do a lot of world building, and obviously this doesn't have like a extra length pilot um, issue. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, they establish, like, Chinese is everyone's second language. Um, there's a lot of refugees. There was a war. There was... They're in space western. Um, and while they kind of do that in the comic, it's yeah. just not as believable. And it's just kind of like we're touching down on a planet and this place is space western rather than yeah, everyone like is space lean, western. They're just kind of leaning on what wrong. you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of leaning a little sometimes you can lean a little bit too heavily on what the people yeah. who are reading it already know oh about. and i i think everyone was on the ship already like i don't think um book he wasn't on the ship already he came later didn't this, he was the was this one also a reboot or was it this one's also a reboot i think oh okay um, oh well wait no i thought it was i thought this one was like a sequel-ish thing well Book's I might be, dead. i might be missing book died i haven't I haven't read it. Book died at yeah. the movie, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, he's in the comic. So this so, is a reboot. No, I think it might just be like a, one of those a horrible... Book, I think this is a horrible interquel. One of those things where it's like, really? you wanted more adventures with these characters, so here's a story set in between. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no way it's Maybe a that's it. Um, I mean, they rebooted the Buffy one, and this one is also done mm-hmm. by the new company, the Boom yeah, Comics. Who, honestly, so I thought it was who knows? And Boom Comics is not terrible. They've done some stuff that I really like, and they, they do tend to... They can sometimes times get creative with their licenses, but it has a lot to do with who's at the helm, you know? You can't just say, oh, well, we have, you know, we have the uh, X-Files license, so everything that we put out is going to be as good as X-Files was. Yeah. Like, it's it's not just going <laughs> to work that way. No. It's not It's not automatic. You have to 
people have to touch it with their hands. It's yeah. like it's hard. I don't know. And, like uh, maybe maybe this is like a like an in between. Um, mm. But uh, and maybe that's my fault for like not refreshing on all the characters and who they all are. But for, I think this you was are the, the target audience for these things. Huh? Where it's like somebody who hasn't kept up on all of it. Even though they I care guess. about this. Um, I, I just don't remember quite as much about all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like Simon but, the... and Psychic Girl. Um, <laughs> and, River. And River. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't quite remember. Everybody was on the ship at once. And Jane didn't have his hat. Oh my and God. I'm mad. Fucking wow! Can't be bothered to draw something with the color. Jane didn't have his. Well, let's get some stuff that's not nonsense for you, Alex. What did you read for Titan Comics? (laughs) Uh, What did you What did you read today before we were? All right, listen. I also did this. It's fine. It was like it only took me a while. Yeah, comics. Are, it takes like ten minutes to read a comic. Comics I know. I, I'm, ju- I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Just you on this. It doesn't matter with this one. As um, long as you do it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I read it. I actually did. Whoa. Yeah. Um, um, so you picked out the Bloodborne comic, right? I actually also yes. have that downloaded, although I but, haven't read it yet. Cool. Uh, well, it's, yeah, this is something I, I had wanted to seek out anyway, um, because I pretty much buy anything bloodborne that i can get yeah, <laughs> yeah we talked about we, we talked about it on our bloodborne mini on our bloodborne terror so but we oh, have I a lot of uh, alex and i have a lot of affection for that yeah so i i didn't even know there was comics until like this year maybe uh so i don't even i don't know when these came out they haven't been but... they they they're very recent they didn't come out when the game came out they, they these came out like mm-hmm. last year like they 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 came yeah. out like four years after the game released like it's it was yeah, a... it's, it's it's interesting to me how much bloodborne has endured compared to the the souls games because i think that just like has those... something it really just shows you the staying power of that well, style the hunter is yeah. way cooler looking because he has a cool hat <laughs> there, he's got the hat yeah, yeah. he's got well, more like visual you... recognizability i think this is why you were complaining about uh jane not having his hat in in, fi- in uh the firefly comics if you have a cool hat then <laughs> so, it makes for a better tie-in comic. it's not a cool hat it's a stupid hat but i like it on him <laughs> Uh, I think it's a cool hat. Okay. It's a stupid orange and red knit hat. So I read the first issue of this Bloodborne comic, and um, it was pretty much what I expected. Um, But uh, they threw a weird twist in there that I uh, don't know how I feel about. Mm. Um, So they kind of set it up. They started out like you would start the game. Um, The the hunter has like an internal monologue, and he talks, uh, which obviously isn't in the video game but makes sense for the story. Um, but he's like, oh man, I have to do this shit again, kind of contextualizing mm-hmm. the fact that you die over and over again. and you right. Because that's very much part of the text of the game is that uh-huh. you die and you're stuck in this dream. Yes. Um, and they kind of call back to the, um, the very first intro cinematic where uh, you're told to uh, seek pale blood to transcend the hunt, uh, which... For anybody who doesn't know Bloodborne, that's gibberish. But yep. it also doesn't really matter that much in the context of the game. That's just kind of the thing that sets you off. Mm. Uh, basically, just get rid. Uh, you know, get out of the stream that you're trapped in. Go kill some things. Is pretty much how they get, kick you out of the door. Sure. German even says, "Don't think about it too much." Yes. <laughs> he like um, before he's like before you kill all these things. Just remember, don't think about it too much. Thinking about it too much turns you into one of those weird squid things. But you'll find that on the second <laughs> half of the game. Yeah, just they, go go they, go. <laughs> But um, they kind of took that 
more literally in this one. Um, mm. The I don't know too much. I'm not up on my Bloodborne lore enough to know how much this is supported by the game. But um, pale blood is a thing. And the very early on, the hunter is uh, introduced to a child who literally has pale blood. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I didn't I didn't read the second issue, but the this kind of starts off with them going on some there's like starting off to go on some sort of journey together mm -hmm. to transcend the hunt which is weird because it seems like they took that one line and now they're making a story out of it i mean this is pinnacle supplemental Science. material yeah, yeah, yeah. this is yeah. this is you know just this was nonsense okay let's do eight hours yeah on it. And that's like not that's not really where the game goes. That's more it's more right. flavor and more yeah. I, don't, I it's think more like opening cutscene. But I honestly don't know because like to me, if you ask me of what I would want out of Bloodborne supplement, supplemental material, I think I prefer that to them going. Here's literally what happened with the healing church and how it all went down. Like I don't know that I want. Yeah. I don't want to read the Garman prequel comic. I would rather read <laughs> here's somebody's adventures in Yarnum. Like here's uh, yeah more of a yeah, narrative I, I, in the world that you experienced mm -hmm. and I'm, I've, I've always kind of been interested in that kind of thing but uh the fact that i i don't know i was a, a little weirded by the fact that they uh, like introduce a strange child with white blood i mean you know <laughs> if you're going to do supplemental material there's always a new character that you can yes, yes, create right. yourself in um what i but, what i read yeah. had the same thing uh, I mean, aside from that, it, it looked pretty good. Um, they had a you died, and they showed the fucking death screen. No way. Kind of, oh, that's yeah, awesome. He goes, to, he goes to the dream, and Garman's like, oh, you're here again. Cool. And the doll's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> that's great. I like that. Yeah, it's, that was a pretty fun moment. I'm like, all right, that's that's good. You died. Uh -huh. So how about the, the oh. Doom comic you read? Do you read uh, The uh, Rip that and Tear? That's a classic. That's um. This yeah. is something that happens... So, uh, uh, Alex, I'm sure you're about to get into this, but this this is something that happens very rarely, which is when the the Ouroboros is completed, when the snake starts eating its own tail. Sometimes the official material will go back to the supplemental material and to and mine it for things that sh they feel should be official. The yes. what happened in the ten or so years, ten or eleven years that there wasn't a Doom game coming out uh, was that people rediscovered the cheese of the Doom comic from the 90s, which was always meant to be cheesy, tongue-in-cheek thing. And they're mm. like, wow, this is how I feel when I play Doom 1 and 2, which is, of course, perfect because it was an advertisement. And, um, like, they turned it into a bunch of internet memes. And, of course, the people who were working on the game, Doom 2016, had all been online in the past 10 years. And so they were like, yes. well, I, the thing that I know about Doom, outside of when I go play it and I shoot demons, is that the guy who screams at somebody who says, you have huge guts, rip and tear. <laughs> rip, rip and tear. tear. And I knew that. And yeah, I hadn't played Doom. Yeah. Yep. They, get, they have rolled that back into the text in a way that is really cool and weird. It um, feels wrong, but I can't complain about it. I, I yeah. don't, yeah. This was a thing that I, I had, um, like, always kind of known that this was a thing, but I never, like, actually did, like, read through it. Um, I recently, I had heard, I had watched, I don't know, some YouTuber I, like, did. I might have been a Doom Eternal video or something, talking about some of the ways that they really took from this comic to roll into the new games. Yeah, that's fun. Um, taking from and supplemental it was, it, stuff yeah it was fun it was fun to see because this is only like 10 pages long and it's just like 
he loves the gun. He's like, guts, blood, blood, blood. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> I really love this gun. It's big. He, he has a he has a fucking Bugs Bunny moment because he gets a Berserker power up, which is the power up in the game yeah. where you can like tear through things with your bare hands. You, it, you, it like deletes your weapons and you can only punch, but your punches kill in one hit. And so he gets this, and he goes on, like, a berserker rage, killing everything with his bare hands. And, like, then in the comic, it runs out right as he's about to punch yeah. somebody. He's and like, so he oh, does... no, I need a gun. Yeah. So he, like, punches this guy and has, like, a, a Bugs Bunny moment of, like, his hand, like, getting all fucked up oh, punching yeah. this yeah. guy. <laughs> and this comic's uh, yeah, only, very, like, 11 pages, cool. right? Like yeah. it's, it's it's not very nineties and how it was illustrated and uh, that's pretty fun. It's weird that it became a foundational text for the franchise of Doom, despite being something that was not meant to be. It like, was it, somehow yeah. everyone saw it, and now it has. Everyone to saw it, and they're like, "This is the right feeling that Doom should have." Yep. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was weird. It was interesting. Um, that was a little short, so I did do one more thing. Mm. Um, I don't have a ton to say about it, but I knew that they did um, they did comics for the Dishonored games. And ah, that's a series oh. that I really like that has a lot of fun lore. So I was like, oh, let's you know, let's see if they tell more stories in this world because yeah. it's cool. Um, this was one of the comics for I think it was released after Dishonored two, um, but it was kind of it was strange and not that good, oh. but. Uh, <laughs> It was kind of just like um, these two characters, the uh, the Empress Emily and her bodyguard and father Corvo. Um, they uh, in in those games, they're they are royalty and they uh, usually get uh, dishonored. Oh wow! In Jesus. a way where they have to fight back to reclaim their throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's creepy whale man. Yes, and there's a lot of weird kind of Lovecraftian undertones. There's a bit of yeah. steampunk in there. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool world. Uh, when I when I but, played uh, a bit of Dishonored, um, I actually kind of related to it because of all the whale shit. I and, actually think uh, that the uh, location in which we live. I think that the <laughs> yeah. I think that the um, the Dishonored is a little bit deceptive in the way it like it kind of looks aesthetic wise like every other modern AAA game when in fact it is it is i think I far more interesting than a lot of those i don't necessarily think so there is a bit of a stylized look to it especially if you look at the concept art but concept art isn't the game there's but, that dark yeah. gray filter and everyone has like the the long coat that all video game protagonists well, after 2011 or have to have i don't know i i guess i, I focus just, more I on the, the shape of the you know the the, the characters a little bit more colorful than yeah. this game just because it's um because it's a dreary plague-ridden town so right they, right. Kind of, they do go gray a little bit but the sequel brings it to a like a equally plague-ridden but but tropical more tropical location which is mm-hmm. cool so um, is the is the comic just a retelling of the story does it give like an origin because no, that, that definitely seems like, like a weird it's like an additional story that happens afterwards like they kind of run at the beginning they kind of run through that uh, oh, you know, we vanquished this. We, we, you know, we beat the who was the you know the antagonist of the second game. Uh, now we're back on the throne, but oh, we still have problems. Right. Um, Which and, I think is good. That's kind of that's kind of like a good place to start. I think for your tie-in or whatever. Yeah. It, it um, doesn't and, make it feel worthless. <laughs> yes, and the story is kind of throwaway. I didn't really understand what they were going for, but. Um, 
the one one thing I have to I have to knock it for is like they went all out on the like cool guy badassery like murdering a ton of dudes thing, which is doesn't really track with the games in yeah they kind of punish you for that, don't they? Mm, yeah, they do. But how you get the bad ending for all of these games is killing people, uh, and they just do a lot of that. Yeah, and the, the, the way the you get dishonored is being framed for killing people. Yes. And, and the, the kind of the central focus of, you know, the story of the game is do you become the murderer that people think you are or do you uh, do you become right, a better person? It. And uh, yeah, that's whatever. kind of funny. It reminds me of um, a brief, brief one second dip back into Star Wars. It's a uh, kind of reminds me of the way the Force Unleashed stuff, the, the sequel had to take the bad ending because like mm. the good ending resolved the plot. So they're like, oh, well, shit, we uh we uh we got to do something with a bad ending. <laughs> yeah, like if the the good ending fixed things too much, we can't write any stories with it. <laughs> but um yeah, I think that's that's a, you got a really interesting spread. I think because yeah, it's a I lot. wanted to go for one one thing that was a, a Japanese thing that got a Western comic because I think mm-hmm. that's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I, I yeah. have a story about um, one of those for mine, so I'm I'm kind of uh, I, I, excited about yeah. that. So. Yeah, I don't um, know. It was it was fun. I don't think I'd go back to any of these. I think Bloodborne was the most intriguing, and there's still more. I there. will I will let you know. I I bought the whole first trade on Comicsology, so I'll let you know if, if it gets any better or worse or what what goes on with that. Because okay. I am curious enough to check out the whole thing. And it got yeah. like it looked Bloodborne good. went I, Bloodborne ran good. for like twenty issues. Like it it went it went mm-hmm. ran for a long a long time. Yeah. I like, would so even I'm, just want to see the locations from the game that I liked. If, like, if yeah, exactly. To see like just some nice new or... art. Like you, if you want yeah, me to yeah. just rip That's the, rip the images from that and make you some stuff. backgrounds or something. They uh, did, um, for the Bloodborne one, they did uh, some like cool fight scenes of him just cleaving apart like the uh, crazy uh, hunter dudes, mm. and like that was fun and good. But this I town's love finished. to see. I would love to see like some fights against some crazy Lovecraftian nonsense. Like, oh yeah, I bet you they get there because they have to, oh, right? Yeah. I would hope um, so. Even just a, a pile of snakes. Yeah, something some <laughs> you know. Big four. So Cam, uh, you re- you had a different experience from uh, the, these two so far. I think you, uh, yes. you took an interesting route with your tie-in comic because I think the the horror tie-ins get a little weird. And so the you I know you read an uh, an Evil Dead Did one. Did you read uh, yeah. what Shining Two? I uh, checked. The there's nothing about the Shining. I I knew there's a million Alien comics, so I I didn't really feel like there are actually some very interesting ones of those. If you ever want some recommendations, right? But I didn't want to wade through the garbage that I was gonna pick. Yeah. You know, I was. Uh, that's pick part of the bad. fun. <laughs> mm. No, I don't want to hear that. Like aliens can speak English or something. The, Oh, sure it's established. This, in this alien I don't. I don't want to say there's Whoa. nothing that bad because I have not read all of them. So that this could very alien well has happen a human penis. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, that's actually a good idea. Write that one down. <laughs> I thought the alien was a human penis. It's, it's I thought that was H.R. Geiger's point. This monster yeah, exactly. has human it's... boobs. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, we did talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, I literally spent like an hour. I mean, I put this off until today, and I was Googling, or I was looking through Comixology, like, anything, what do I like, is there a comic about it that wasn't already based on a comic? Mm-hmm. I did, um, I was w- mostly looking at stuff that we had done episodes about, so I was trying to find a McDonald's comic that I would like to do, yes. or read, but I, <laughs> searching McDonald's gave me no results, and it was very oh. unfortunate. I'm sure there's got to be Happy Meal comics. I must have like, like have spelled it wrong. I must have done. I should have done like, like McDonald or something because I know there's like grocery store Spider-Man comics and stuff. But 
Yeah. That wouldn't have fit in with the uh, the the tie-in comic kind of theme mm. of the episode. So I ended up going with <clears throat> uh, Evil Dead for my first one, Ooh, cool. which we did as mm. an episode. Uh, I made you guys watch two movies of in like uh, November for my famously my second two movies one of my first of my two birthday sods, <laughs> but um, uh, it, so most of them are or all of them are based off of Army of Darkness where he gets transported to a medieval oh, really? time. Yeah, all okay. of them. None of I I like two better where he's just I in the cabin. I guess that brings out the mythology more. You could do more with that. Yes, because I think because the first two movies are just in a cabin. Like you, right? You can only do so much with that, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. There's no like. There's nothing to expand on unless you go into his backstory, <laughs> yeah. which is done in the first movie. So there's no reason yeah. to do Evil Dead Two. I'm quickly trying to Google this stuff right now. Also, like but, a uh, minimum having a minimum wage worker get wrapped up in like this kind of stuff is fun and I love it, but like at the same time it's like this guy doesn't have like a super crazy hidden history that you need to get into, you he's know? He's just a horny dude trying to fuck. Yeah, like yeah. you get into his backstory and he's just like a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is what's great about him, which is why we don't need to know more about him. Yes, exactly, when... <laughs> Nick. And I'm glad you brought that up because this, this, there are so many Evil Dead Army of Darkness comic series that I literally really? I scrolled down for like 15 to 20 minutes. The, what, what I loved about it is that he teams up with other comic characters a lot. What, like crossovers? Like, yes. like Iron Man? Yes. And I was trying, what? I was desperately trying to find someone that I cared about that he teams up with. I could not do it. Huh. I'm looking at it right now. He's he teams up with Vampirella. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Huh. Uh, there's wow. about 100 comics about him and Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, this oh is just God. this is Which just I, them playing with the fucking licenses. They're I like, don't yeah, is that the like, too. let's make what them was both it, the Universal World Oh, absolutely. Of it's just nonsense. He teams up with Kiss the Band. Okay. Wait, hold Go. on. Did, hold on. Did Dark Horse that's do this? Sick. I I'm not gonna. Does it does it say anywhere who published these? Because Dark Horse themselves, the co- the p- comic publishing company Dark Horse, Dark Horse, created the cultural phenomenon which is Alien versus Predator because oh. they had the comic licenses to both. That rules. Now, yeah. Yes. So that so the thing is like Alien versus Predator became two bad movies, but everyone knew about it because of the comic books, which launched a toy line, which launched everything else. It just huh. seemed like like uh, they were just like, oh yeah, of course this idea is perfect. Like stuff like that. New Line Cinema, of course, did the Freddy vs. Jason thing because the script had been uh, festering in there for 20 years or whatever. Festering. But, like, yeah, but like <laughs> the Alien vs. Predator thing was just a comic book guy looking at the list of licenses he had, and he's like, how come those two aren't in the same comic together? And mm-hmm. like that was it. Wouldn't that was, that cool. is... So, <laughs> that is... L- listen, Nick. That is this, for sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is done by Dark Horse, but they already... They also partner with um, Hack uh, Backslash Slash... Is that something that Nick knows? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Alex. Man, that was such an that was a super edgy comic that ran for a long time. Yeah, so Xena, Warrior Princess, Kiss. um, No Conan. No, no Conan. Different. No, that would that would be some shit. That's actually a that I would read. I would read the fuck (laughs) out of that. But the thing is, that's actually a brilliant idea, Seb, because like, ah, I found if with the whole with the whole traveling back in time thing, if you're just like, oh, Ash is trying to get home, and ac- he accidentally stops at Conan's time on the way home, <clears throat> right? And it's just like a dude with a chainsaw in a car, and it's like he's Conan's like actually good at being a warrior, whereas Ash is just like improvising. So that yeah, would be he's a funny just swinging a chainsaw around. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would read that. I'm talking myself into this right now. I do think this is a good idea, and I would have read any of it if I recognized one single character from any of this shit. <laughs> I so the one that blew my mind the most that I still don't know who this is is Army of Darkness uh, slash Bubba Hotep. Huh? Do you guys know who Bubba Hotep is? No. God, right, I, I wish so Nick I'm didn't sorry. just walk away, but Alex is going to glue this real quick. He seems to be a... 2002 film. Uh, Elvis-type kind of guy. Yeah, uh, oh, all right. After falling into a lengthy coma following a freak accident involving hip gyration, a now aged <laughs> Elvis Presley, as Bruce Campbell, oh. wakes up in an East Texas nursing home. Wait, is this Bubba Hotel? Yes. What? Of course, <laughs> of course Nick you knows who this is. <laughs> you walked away right as I brought it up, and I was like, if anyone knows who Bubba Hotep is, it's Nick. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is I, just, I just went to get a slice of pizza, economy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so it's a team oh, up between shit. Bubba Hotep and Ash. <laughs> yes, for like six issues. Wow. Probably more. Are there zombies in this too? I can definitely see the um, the mental thought process there, because like, well, we can't get Bruce Campbell on screen two times, but we could if we have a comic, we can <laughs> if, draw him next God, to himself. If only we could have some sort of movie <laughs> where there's two Bruce Campbells on screen. <laughs> That's the dream. Mm. Anyway, all right, so to, I'm, I'm trying to be quick because I know we're going a little long, but um, I didn't read any of those. Instead, I read a, uh, <laughs> Army of Darkness. Like, I tried to find, like, the Army of Darkness comic, mm-hmm. and it involved having a female... Uh, co-worker of ashes in another dimension who will not she also worked at um oh uh, s smart s smart um and she gets teleported into or no she encounters the deadites through a orb that crashes into a crater from space which okay. i thought was a little it's not. That's not what happens in either of the two movies yeah, that I've seen. Track, really. The 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 deadites are from hell. Like they're like demons and stuff. Why would they well, come? Why space? why not have it be like a weird book or like a cursed meeting, artifact right? or something? Yeah, it's not. Like, there's space. a lot of things. There's a lot of things you could have it be that even if you don't want to use the Necronomicon again, which I understand. It's like mm-hmm. we don't want to use the book bound in human flesh because we did that in the movies already. Yes. Let's do another weird artifact. What if it's like she finds, like, a weird code or something. Like, it could be anything. It could be any object that's cursed by it the dead. It shouldn't be like, from space. So anyway, right. her boyfriend touches the orb that comes from space, and he turns into a deadite, which they specifically say, which doesn't make sense because the deadites are from, you know, hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, there's... there's Speaking of supplemental material, there's hours and hours of supplemental material that maybe explains that in a way that makes sense. But if you've only seen the movie Evil Dead as a Evil Dead fan might have done. <laughs> this is not like Evil Dead. I don't want I, to have aliens. All right. Evil Dead is weird because I like I don't I don't know what the deal is with like all of the stuff that they've tried to do with Evil Dead. Like I think it's a perfectly mm-hmm. good it's a great three movies. Like I don't they really I like I don't know how good the TV series is. Sam Raimi will re- approve stuff. whatever you put on his desk, so it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it, it's just it's like of course we live in a world where no IP can go unturned, but mm-hmm. it's, like still, I, I, it's a good thing. Just let it be two or three good movies. Yeah, that's the main thing about everything that we're talking about tonight is 
yeah. you don't need to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I like Evil Dead Two and Evil Dead Three. I what's funny is sometimes series about it. I that mean, introduces all these weird details. There's there's sometimes some the series tone of that... that sentence can change. Like you can have the tone of the sentence be like, hey, "Look, you don't need to do this." Like you're trying to really earnestly trying to get somebody to not do it, or "Oh, you didn't need to do this." Like, yeah, it, like it, it can it's go nice, both you know. Ways. Sometimes it's there's there's sometimes some it's a pleasant that... surprise, but other times it's not. <laughs> yeah, there's some series that get comic co- continuations or spinoffs that wouldn't. They end up being able to do things that they wouldn't have been able to do on TV. Or TV just didn't let them get far enough to do those things, like yeah, like two or, Bruce Campbells on screen at once, oh, yeah. for example. Or um, uh, of course, Serenity and Firefly Pokemon got manga being able to be oh yes, oh god, Pokemon just got special. a, a yeah. box set of of the translated ones, and while like the older ones um, still had the the like fucking Arbok getting cut in half and shit, yeah. um, <laughs> even though it was censored, these ones like just cut it out entirely. So that uh, the Pokemon special manga fulfilled a deep need that Child Me had to see Mewtwo throw humans at each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> like and t- to see Mewtwo attack humans instead of Pokemon is something that I was yeah. just like, well, why wouldn't but, he? He like, loves Pokemon. He hates humans. Why isn't he attacking yeah. humans? Yeah. And then in the manga, he, he doesn't. Like, yeah. Doctor Manhattan exploding them at all times. <laughs> he should. He should feel like cool. uh, the wor- the world's smallest, hu- the world's smartest human. Uh, it means as much to me as their smartest aunt, and just like, <laughs> oh, great line. <laughs> anyway, I um, so that was uh, so I read a comic about a uh, female Ash. Her name was Ashley, as is mm-hmm. the character Ash is also named Ashley. So it's not clever. Yeah. That's the same yeah, name. That's not, but, yeah, it's not a okay. Yeah, uh, it, like it be, if, if she was Ashford, Ashton, Ashton, yeah, or Ashford or something, that would be clever. You can't name them the same thing. But anyway, so her thing is she touched the space orb with her hand, and that corrupted her hand, just like Ash does in Evil Dead 2. But, um... Did she cut it off? No, she they, learned to control did she it. Some, some oh, sort of that's kind of cool. No, no. Nope. Um... <laughs> but, Alex, she controls it in a way where she can transmogrify her hand into whatever she needs. In oh, some so sort of, saw, of course. no, that's cool no. She them. goes that's, with that's, a mace oh. or a, a flashlight at times, or that's a cool. normal hand in some instances. But uh, that that kind of reminds Sometimes me of um, that makes me think to do the job. that make that <laughs> makes <laughs> that makes me All think right. of um, of uh, Nero from Devil May Cry, where it's like you have one hand yes. or arm that's like the, the demon arm, and it's like I can use this to solve problems without fully transforming or whatever without. And it's it's I think that that's kind of a cool bit. Yeah, it's a very much deviant art OC thing to do for a character, but done right, it's it's nice, you know. Yes, I think the I, their mind was in the right place. I think a lot of his ideas were good. I was posting stuff in the chat as what I was reading it, so you guys saw the art is you know like a little. Uh, I, I'm sorry, good. I dunked on uh, whoever whoever did this. I'm sure you had tight deadlines. It do, I don't I don't. Oh, I they feel listen. Bad. Yeah, I feel bad, whoever. Like I'm just like just saying. Oh man, I can't believe how far apart this lady's eyes are. Or That's whatever, how I. You know? I mean, I'm I'm trying to be short, but I have so many things to say. They're like that, it's fine. This is an episode. I'll I'll look for stuff to cut out eventually. The the, I agree with the art does not look good, right? But uh-huh. they're probably not being paid well. Nobody uh-huh. is seeing this, <laughs> and it is fine. Like even if you did yeah. see it, you're like, yeah, I don't care. Like so why why should it be amazing? You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Like, 
you don't have to bring your A game for the for the yes. thing that paid you thirty dollars that you, you should that not be working read. like eighty hours a week on something that no one will ever see and is not interesting. You Did know? you read another one, or was it just two issues of the Evil Dead? I read one issue of Evil Dead, so I want I do want to get to this. Eventually, she uh-huh. meets a bug person who they do not explain, Ooh. and then. Uh, I'm into I, it though. Like I want to see a bug person. No, it shouldn't have I mean, been it's there. Bad? Um, it's, it's a bad bug I'm person. Sorry. Wait, so if is this so if this is based off of Army of Darkness, this not yes. none of this is in medieval times though, right? The, the so, current day? So what from what I read, I only read the first issue. She they do a serious like I bet you're wondering how I got here. Freeze frame oh, kind of thing. Okay. So she's marching, she's handcuffed marching through the desert with Oh, alright. So they do and, Okay, they do yes. the Army of Darkness thing. Yes, okay. exactly. Like, kind of, yeah. Wow, this okay. is crazy, huh? I bet you're wondering how this happened. And then they do <laughs> how this happened. Oh, I love that. So, it, you know, it's an archetype, but it was fine. Anyway, so the, the other thing I read, I didn't enjoy that, although I did download the next episode, be, or uh, book, because Ash is supposed to be in the next book. Or uh, sure. whatever. So, yeah, they got me. But <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing I read was... Uh, two issues of the Twilight Zone comic done by um, uh, J. Michael Nick, help me out here, Krasinski? J. Michael Straczynski. Straczynski, not not the guy from the office. Straczynski. Um, He he wrote Spider-Man in the 2000s for a while, which is what I know him from, but he's he had a long career writing for television before he got into comics, so if you have cartoons that you liked from the 80s or 90s or early 2000s, he probably wrote an episode or two. Uh, he the the only episodes of the original '80s Transformers that anyone likes were written by JMS, uh, <laughs> which is not to say that he's the most amazing in the world. He's just a kind of guy who will like he will get you the script on time. Like he's good. He's he's fine. But he's not like I don't think anyone's going to be talking about how he revolutionized whatever story or whatever. He will just uh-huh. always get it done, which is probably why they picked him for this. <laughs> yeah, he did. He honestly did a really good job. Like. This series has the exact Twilight Zone feel, and it has really mm-hmm. good pacing for a comic book. So, so is it? Hey, is it I, well, I, is it I guess it's somebody who somebody who knows the medium well. They can just do, get it done. You know, like that's that's pretty that's special. Yeah, I, they I know television and comics, and they nailed it. Yeah. So, at Alex, um, I thought this was going to be an anthology, right? You'd think right, each yeah. uh, issue would be one story, just like Twilight yeah. Zone. But it, it turns out, I'm glad I bought the trade because the issues were like 99 cents, but I got the trade for four bucks. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all one story, it seems. So it's a guy who is huh. a rich uh, corporate head, like guy. He's up for owning the company, but the the head of the company isn't promoting him. He has a hot wife, which is very important mm-hmm. to the series. <laughs> He's a wife. Yes, his... <laughs> He's a bit of a wife guy. Uh, well, no, uh-huh. actually he's not. I take that back because he, he doesn't love his wife. He just has sex with her and also another woman. But mm-hmm. he is bored with all his accomplishments. He's done it all. He has hot wife. He makes uh-huh. money. He tells people what to do. This is not my beautiful house? This is, oh, no, you this beat me to it by house. one second, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Letting the days go by. <laughs> so he needs more challenges, right? So he goes to this... Uh-huh this agency much like john wick a building that is built to do crimes or whatever and crime he building. crime building yeah so he people keep asking me if i'm fucking my wife 
I'm thinking I am. Finish it. <laughs> and up until now, I didn't really have an answer. But yeah, I'm thinking I'm fucking my wife. <laughs> but so he goes to the guy and he's like, listen, I've done it all. There's no challenges for me. I need a new life so I can have new challenges. So I can have new life. New wife. New life, new wife. And the guy's like, okay, you don't need a new life for new challenges. You've been embezzling from this company for years, and you're going to go to jail, and you know that, so you're trying to get a new life. And he's like, okay, you're right. So so he wants a new life. It's the Breaking Bad. I mean, this is a spoiler, but it's the Breaking Bad. It's the vacuum guy? It's the vacuum guy. He's ordering a super vac, blah, blah, blah. I wish I could remember it, but I don't. Uh, A new air filter for his uh, Hoover Air Max, uh, whatever. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so um, the guy's like, yeah, I can do that for you. No problem. You get a new life, blah, 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 whatever. We'll... And so they go through this process. They change his um, his height, like his facial structure through a pill, his hair color, everything. So he's a totally new person. He gets out of the... Wonderland shit. And so there's, there's some <laughs> real um, good uh like rich people prestige kind of stuff like they're like Mm. oh yeah you have enough money to not have to answer for your problems like you did a bunch of crime and you can pay a guy and have a new life and it's not a big deal like they really go into that but then the twilight zone twist is you find out that someone else is living his life now Uh, so he gets to live a new life but someone else is him now and he he confesses to the crimes. He fucks his wife, and it's oh. a big deal. He's having sex with his wife all the time, and like a lot, <laughs> like <laughs> multiple pages dedicated to it. They show it all. But um, so this guy's like, well, I didn't want to have sex with my wife that much, but now that somebody else is yes, doing it, it's, it's a big exactly problem that. for me. Well, all right, now as they, I'm sure as they changed him into a new person, they added a couple inches, right? Hey I mean, yo, you're there. No, <laughs> they're under the hood already. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. They're literally like, there's a panel I almost sent to you guys. There, it's like, all right, he uh, subject is five ten. Um, let's crank that up to five eleven. <laughs> it's like really <laughs> on the nose, like apparent that they're um enhancing him or whatever but so this other guy is now living his life and then the issue i just got to they're talking about the life that the guy that is now living the corporate guy's life Mm -hmm. so they don't just make a person they take someone else Mm. it's like oh you want to you want a fresh start you're the head of a company you've been embezzling like Here's your life. You have a hot... Literally, you have a hot wife is brought up so many times. I almost <laughs> sent you guys the screen caps of, like, the two women talking to each other that are, like, wearing bathrobes, and it's, like, mostly their legs and feet, like, in the panel. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, So, dude. when I see something like that, I always, always, always think to myself, was this in the script, or was this the artist? Because <laughs> sometimes right. you'll get writers who will send away a script, they'll like, okay... Here's what I want this panel to focus on. Here's what I want this panel to focus on. You'll have others who are like, here's all the dialogue. I don't care what, what yeah. you draw. And it's like, it. okay, so it's, it's up her skirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's Detail the instructions. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what the story is. I'm the artist and I'm horny. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> she has no shoes on. Oh my on. God. There are some. There. Um, so one of my favorite comic series, I'm looking at it right now, 52. Amazing, like astonishing series i can't believe really dc comics uh, like the stars aligned to get it made 
there's a character I really love, Rene, Detective Renee Montoya, who is a detective from Gotham who gets wrapped up in this big adventure. And there are characters are parts of the series that have so much emotional weight. And Renee Montoya is drawn to be the sexiest piece of ass in the universe oh, while oh, yeah, she's baby. experiencing them. Like, there's um, a thing where, uh, like, she's she's crying because she had to, like, shoot, like, a really young, like, like a teenager to stop something from happening. And, then, like, the teenager is, like, is like fine. They, they make it through. But she's crying. And, like, you can, like, her tits are, like, all the way out in that scene. And I'm, like, this is, like, weirdly Hell fucked up. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, the, the writers, like, because there are four writers on it. I'm pretty sure the writers didn't turn in their scripts, like, and you can see her tits. Right. She's really <laughs> sad, but also, like, slamming hot. <laughs> yeah, but all in all, the series was really interesting, and I'm probably going to finish it out. I'm glad yeah, I bought the I, trade and not the... No. You know what? Uh, keep me posted on that. And you know, it sounds like you enjoyed the digital comic experience too. If you're, if you, oh like... yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Well, oh, the thing God. is, I was, I, I thought somebody, I thought God. somebody would bring it up. But the thing is, the fact that you guys weren't really talking about it makes me feel like it was pretty seamless. Like it yeah. I would yeah. like oh, to I say, like the comicsology. If this was long, I would have complained about it more. I think. Yeah. Like, I... It, having it be 15 pages or 20 pages is very easy to read uh-huh. on the yes. screen. Yeah, the... If I had to read, if I had to read a book, I would uh, on a screen, I would hate it. <laughs> the Comixology app uh, is uh, really good because they have that, like, single panel thing you can do. Yeah. Like, if you yeah, click on a the panel, it zooms in. And view. then if you're swiping, it does, like, actually these really nice transitions between them. Mm. So yeah. yeah, like a star wipe? <laughs> no, it, like, it, like, tracks. It's like, like uh, dissolve. you were watching a... Com- <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, uh, I whatever. agree. I think the, the guided view slash, like, artistic comic reading is actually really cool because they mm-hmm. can show you something like a dialogue and then zoom out like they can say oh that didn't go well and then you zoom out and a guy's head is like exploded or whatever well it's like every page is or you know every panel is like a page turn because like that's usually in yeah. comics that's where you would do a reveal or whatever is a full page like right. oh here's the th- you know next there's page, boom. there's really um accurate uh like meme comic stuff i used to see post mm-hmm. around a lot that was like a, a comic strip but a huge speech bubble that says in the second panel that says oh you read this first didn't you and then like it goes <laughs> back panel, like, you, it's like too it late fucks now with your, yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. Uh, it's too late bitch you can't read the first panel <laughs> anymore <laughs> it just yeah, really stuff gets that plays you. with the medium like the tf2 comics or homestuck this doesn't play with the medium oh. but it it makes you think about it in a different way like, it, it does the work of what your eyes would already be doing if you were looking at it in a full page next to you. And, um, well, hopefully. While I ha- it's the ideal yes. viewing. Because if right, I got right. a splash page, I would look at the art first and then the text. But mm. Comixology forces you to look at the text that says, and then he died. And then you zoom out and it's like him yeah, and half. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm really happy I didn't read Immortal Hulk on Comixology, for example. Like, because there's uh, times when the whole act of turning a page and looking at some incredible fucked up guy. Uh, and it's like, it, I don't want to know about any text on that page. I really have to let what just happened sink in, you know, yeah. for a little bit. You're like, oh Where my God. Like, and you end up inspecting the page a little more. Maybe. Oh my yeah. God. Hulk, Hulk isn't immortal. Hulk immortal. <laughs> no, the fact that none of you guys remembered that we did that was a big problem last week. <laughs> when I, when it was one of the answers and before and after. So, uh, but, um, uh, Cam, I'm, I'm glad you had a pre- you had a pretty good experience because like, oh, yeah. that's 
it seems like we're moving up in terms of like how enjoyable it was. Like we we're like slowly getting like seven ended up picking two things that ended up being pretty bad. And uh, Alex well, was like, yeah, the, it was okay. The Buffy one was fine. The Firefly mm-hmm. one's not good. Yeah, I, I, I did have... A, I think this is good as a topic, because like yeah. there are a lot more things that I, like... like yeah, there I are so many things that we didn't pick, yeah. you keep finding it. Like, there's yes. there's a bunch more weird... Like, none of us read the... Theory. None of us read... Uh, Alex, you or I could have read the... They did a, a couple of tie-in comics for uh, Human Re- Deus Ex Human Revolution and oh, Mankind yeah. Divided. Yeah. I think either of those would have made for something good for us, because I can't yeah. wait to see the different ways that they're like, if you have a robot arm, does that make you a robot? Like, is, do, do they have the... Do they have the nuance to explore that or are they just going to do some hack shit like, no it no. sucks yeah. <laughs> i did i would like to interrupt and say i did have the ideal experience where i read one thing that was extremely unnecessary um and sucked and no one ever needs to read it ever and then i read something that was perfectly in tone with the series uh well um adapted to the new media like from tv show to comic book right and good and the art was yeah. good it the guided panel worked well and it cost me five bucks for five issues which is how much comic books should cost we'll get <laughs> into this later um so oh, wait one more thing on twilight zone uh was it in was it in black and white or did they No, that would, <laughs> that would have been really good actually i i do think okay. it should have been in black and white people but get they, a little weird yeah, about okay. artistic expression like that i think the, i think ever since sin city they don't uh, american comics get a little weird about it. i was thinking about the lighthouse and today and i was thinking about maybe i enjoy things more when they're in black and white because i think they're smarter or i'm smarter when i watch <laughs> even when the guy's saying that he would fuck a steak in the screen on the screen that's in front of you very intelligent that he would <laughs> the thing is that black Galaxy and white can brain. be used very lazily there's only two masturbation scenes in the lighthouse <laughs> thus it is an art house film i felt that there were more but maybe there I'm might be more there might be there's three a suggestion there's so a suggestion of i'm really happy with the the wide variety that you guys ran in terms of what you picked for your subjects and the quality you ended up getting uh, and i just wanted to tell you a little bit about what i picked because i i never like to tell you guys to do something without doing it myself for an episode because it just feels it doesn't feel right you know like it's like oh man i can't wait to hear what they did with all this shit because of course i've read tie-in comics before not usually to something that is like happening right now like i don't usually read a comic like oh this movie is coming out i want to read the tie-in comic it's more like uh the experience i talked about earlier with the the godzilla thing where it's like oh i walk into the comic book store and it's like oh there's a godzilla comic i love godzilla let me check Mm. it out see if it's any good uh and the answer is usually no for any any answer for that but not specifically for godzilla there are some good godzilla ones but um the ones i checked out where i kind of cheated for the first one because i picked something that i had already suspected would be good which was the Mega Man Archie comics. Um, uh, now, not, now, not uh, the Nintendo Power ones, right? Because they had no. The- <laughs> right back. I'm sorry. No. Um, so, uh, the Mega Man comics uh, were were licensed by Archie, and uh, Capcom already has like a division that makes their comics for them, which is Udon Comics, and they are fine. I actually really love the the house illustrator style that they have. Uh, Edwin. Lee Huang, I hope I get got his name right. I really hope I did, but um, he's the the guy who does most of the Street Fighter and Darkstalkers uh, comic stuff. And uh, I have two posters by him in this room right now. Like he is really incredible. Um, but the uh, they they didn't use them 
for like they didn't use the 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 guys that always do the Capcom comics. They didn't call them up to do a Mega Man thing. Mm-hmm. Back in this was back in like 2011 or something like that. So this is oh, okay. uh, after this yeah. is after Mega Man Nine and on the heels of and like right when Mega Man Ten is about to come out. So Mega Man is like a big thing for Capcom still at and this point. They still have games. Classic to sell. Mega Man or does it? Roll it's in classic Mega Man. Okay. Well, okay, so I'll get to that because the right. thing is like. Um, now they I have to make the, you guys watch the Ruby Spears cartoon. <laughs> We've all they, seen it. No, you they, haven't. So they got um, they got the guy who has been writing Sonic for the past eight years or whatever to do the Mega Man cartoon, and that is a big deal if you know anything about the Sonic comics because the Sonic comics are way better than they have any right to be. Like you look at the Sonic characters and you're like, oh my god. I mean, what that on depends earth could who, who you're this? talking about. I'm talking. Yeah. Okay. Well, like well, I look at B was just tweeting about they were made uh, for weird fucking Julie Sue like, man. Yes, they're made. Yeah, that's but they're they also made not to be explained. Like, yes, yeah. there's no. Yes. You so shouldn't like, have to do that. Like that's why uh, we have multiple times on this show made fun of the guy who got formed that weird attachment to Knuckles' family. Uh, we <laughs> so. Uh, but like the the Sonic comics written by Ian Flynn, I'm gonna say his name out loud because the he's I really do think that he's like a just a. I don't know if I would say he's the best writer in the world, but he is perfectly suited to this task of taking limited characters and making them fun in a way where you want to see what happens every single week. Like, oh, I love it when Shadow talks to Knuckles, because, like, Knuckles is trying to be a tough guy, but somebody who's way cooler than him is standing right next to him the whole time. And they, they make no bones about it. It's like, they you what you want to see is these characters talking to each other, and it's like, well, we can't have Eggman come back this every week if he sucks, so we gotta make him threatening. But they, we, they make him threatening in a way where he's still funny. It's still funny to look at him. He has, like, a weird shape and a weird robot and everything, but the robot could still kill somebody. Mm. Like, not you know they don't need to like have uh, tails get torn to shreds or whatever, but like you can have a character be menacing without like having them kill someone, mm-hmm. and like when you know when certain characters show up, it's a big deal. Like uh, George used to talk about uh, a character called Scourge, who is this sounds so stupid. He's green Sonic with a leather jacket and sunglasses. He sounds so dumb. Me describing that character, and if you looked him up, he looks dumb. He he sounds dumb. But reading the comics about him is entertaining. Like I can't. It's threading the needle. I have no idea how this guy does it. It's really mm-hmm. something special. I mean, it's a they, it's a uh, two home runs in a row with him and Shadow. If that's the case, like yeah, well the they thing tried is, the, for the, three with Scourge. Silver, and Silver <laughs> doesn't quite make it. Well, Scourge was like Scourge was created by uh, some other comics artist a long time ago for the Sonic comics because. Sonic Comics uh, snowballed a bunch of original characters because they started back when there was only Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman, and they're like, well, shit, we don't have... Well, we did can't they write start a comic Sally, or did characters. the cartoon start Sally? Uh, the comics the comic started Sally. Oh, okay. Comics, comics had Sally first. So they're like, okay, we gotta have Sally Acorn, we gotta have Sonic's extended family, we gotta have all these other characters and all these uh, Eggman sympathizers and whatever. Like, like, we have to introduce all these people. And then, so when Ian Flynn gets on and he's like, I'm going to, I have a revolutionary new idea, I'm going to make these comics good, he doesn't throw what everyone else did in the trash, he still builds off of it. Which is like, you don't have to do that, you really don't. Like, you just, you you could just wipe the slate clean and do something, like, based on the games or whatever, right. and that would be fine. People would like it, yeah? Uh, we're almost three hours, and it's almost Oh my god. god. <laughs> Um, I'm sure, like, 45 minutes of this is me not knowing what we're doing next week. So <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, yeah we, but we also, took I, a... I still do have to wake up to work. Yeah, all we, right, gotta, we gotta shut okay, this down, fine. baby. Fine. All right, all right, all right. All right, so, um... You don't even have to go anywhere, so... Yeah, but I still have to wake up and right, work. So... But I... So... 
We, we, Alex, we do need to <laughs> put a tent on this circus. So, anyway. I like to be um, productive at work. He threads the, he, oh. he, he threaded the needle for this. They got him for the Mega Man comics, and that was such an amazing choice because he takes the approach to, the same approach he did to Sonic, except Mega Man doesn't have the comic canon for him to build off of. So he's like, all right, well, Mega Man, I am going to start from the story of Mega Man 1, and I am going to make an entertaining Mega Man story that goes chronologically through the games and is fun. And you're like, but wait, the story is just that Wily shows up with eight robots every time. How are you going to make that fun? Dude, I, now I have to he's... make you guys read Bob and George. Uh, uh, stop we, you that. Don't need to do that. Stop <laughs> referencing Bob and George. I don't want to remember it. <laughs> um, um, so, in the answer is that he starts before Mega Man One. It's Wily and and, and uh, Light being friends, and like it's when they're still building all the robot masters from Mega Man One, and it gives you a reason to care about their friendship. And it's like show giving you the internal monologue in Wily's head, where like everything that Light does is like, oh my god, this guy is snubbing me for all the work I did for all these robots. He's think he thinks he's so cool with his variable weapon system, or whatever. He builds his robot son. He doesn't understand what a robot is at all. He just wants to make children. Like, what's the fucking point? Like, why are why aren't you doing like crazy? Wow. Yeah, exactly. It is exactly that. Like that line wouldn't be out of place in the comic, but it it makes you feel it. You know, you don't and, understand. Um, even though you know it's coming, because the guy's name is Albert Wiley, and he ha- wears a skull shirt all, all day. Like you know, Doctor Wowie. Doctor Wowie. You, you still Wally. feel like you're still like, oh man, you feel bad when Wiley betrays Light and like takes all these robots. And the characterization on these characters is just really good. Like it's just it's it's like. Something that I... It only stopped because uh, uh, Archie Comics was going through some turmoil and Capcom wasn't going to pay them any money I mean, they it. did kill uh, off their main character. Mega Man? Archie. Oh, Archie, Sonic. yeah. The Archie, Archie <laughs> was going through some turmoil at the time, yes. Uh, but like, He's the guy in the over, bubble gum, right? Over the course of the game, yeah, they, then he they died. decided that not only, not only are all the games canon, Mega Man 1 through 10... Uh, by and they reference that by doing some like glimpses of the future where you see robots that should be around you see but Pharaoh not. Man. <laughs> yes, you do. You do see Pharaoh Man, and Pharaoh oh Man's a God. character long before he's a villain. Where That's he's like, <laughs> he sh- no, it's good. It's good. Right. I'm okay. telling you, it's I'll good. Pharaoh Fer- it. Man is leading like uh, a little girl around, and she's like, yeah, I keep Pharaoh Man. Like he's supposed to be like an archaeological helper, and they're like, why did you why did you design him with? A pharaoh head, and they're like, I thought it would be cool. <laughs> like, Do they ever mention wow. President Lincoln in all of this? No, uh, that's uh, that's ca- cartoon exclusive, I'm afraid. But I thought um, he was like important. But figure. like, uh, but the um, like, it's not just that they reference stuff from like the the Game Boy games and like the weird uh, Super Famicom like oh, no. l- like uh, visual novel spinoff has Ramun like has like weird alien robots as enemies, so that stuff comes into it. And they create comic original characters where they have like Mega Man only has two women in ten games, so we should probably have Splash a woman. woman. <laughs> Splash yeah, woman. Splash, Splash woman and Roll are the only two yeah. women and only two women robots in the whole thing. One of them so is a child. Okay. Um, does Mega Man get to throw a Hadouken or what? I mean, there's no uh, reason to have a, ha- a woman robot. I don't like. It actually does have. Um, uh, he actually does throw a Hadouken, but I will get. Oh, uh, that's yes. not even worth getting into right now. He's gonna but eat everything, a, right? He's gonna unlock uh, all the stuff. They they just dig into like all these weird pieces of canon. It just feels like a fun 
like it, the, the Mega Man Proto Man thing is like Proto Man is drama is like yeah you built me first but you you cast me aside you know you have your real son now and he's just angsty but he doesn't need to be if Proto Man walked back to Doctor Light's house and was like hey can I be in your family too Doctor Light <laughs> would be like oh my god where have you been I miss you so much but because he doesn't ha- can't walk up to him and just say it. It never happens. I mean, this so is just for Nick being... and I, but he's he's Racer X, man. He is like, Racer X. He's exactly Racer X, and it was always stolen from that, but this makes it still interesting because he's also kind of like a, a kid. He's he's like uh, he's where he's like he's really trying to be cool and aloof, but all he wants is to just be like to go back to the family thing, and because of that, he's going to end up fighting Mega Man like sixteen times because he doesn't have the balls to just admit like, yeah, what I want is to just be you. <laughs> And everyone would be like, yeah, that's fine. Why don't you just do that? Like, uh, people at multiple times in the comics say to him, well, if all if uh, all you care about is, like, you know, Dr. Light's attention, why don't you just go ask him to come back? And he's like, that's not it. the point. Yeah, it's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really can't recommend it enough um, because of some licensing issues that I don't have the time to get into. Uh, it, it Only the first six volumes are available on Comixology, but it ran for ten. If it's something that you can track down, I cannot recommend it enough. It's the best example. And maybe not the best example is the other thing I read, which is, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of a comic book. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's uh, it. it's uh, Jonathan Wickelis. Uh, he <laughs> he uh, had a comic book that it was basically like a very unnecessary John Wick origin story where they talk, oh, where it's like... Gross. yeah, <laughs> That's the whole back, point. Is he that, was here. Well, it's, well, no, it is it is before he's back because it's before he does it at all. It's like yeah. him, um, it's him like uh, it's he's he's like when he's first getting introduced to all the people who run the continent. He's like a baby, and, and his stuff. parents give him a gun. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like it's it's, and you can tell the artist is getting tired of drawing uh, Keanu Reeves's face because Keanu Reeves <laughs> doesn't have like like he doesn't. Um, uh, John Wick doesn't have like defining physical characteristics outside he's of just like, his conventionally, long hair and face. Yeah, he's no, conventionally he attractive, and his features are yes. very even. Hello. No, he's good. Oh, <laughs> there oh, goes hi, Nick, Goodbye. who is talking about this. Anyway, topic. Um, it's so. it's just <laughs> it's just one of those things that's really really un- unnecessary. Um, and well, I just, I, I, do they do they go into like do they explain? like the lore more like do they try to go into that or this is a perfect example of stuff you do not need to say in a yeah it's like i don't want to get his reputation how is like what was his childhood like uh why does he care about and like well i mean why the good thing about the lore in john wick is or like the good thing about all of that is that it's like a suggestion of right like a a great there's a greater world there's more to this it's just yeah, it's a thing that you can You think get to about. see a glimpse of it, but you yeah, know right. You know what I would have liked is to see an assassination that John Wick carries out under contract for somebody and it's a small story. I would have liked that. Yeah. But this is not that. This is just it's just like more uh, like oh, now you know his real past. It's like I don't want to know that. I don't want to know how he meets the people at the Continental. I don't care about that. The first time he just... shoots a gun. Wow. Oh god, it's like it's uh <laughs> and it, it, it's just it's just exhausting it's just completely exhausting and uh i think that that's definitely on the it's it was okay it, it wasn't it wasn't bad in the way that some of these can be bad it wasn't uh like oh my god why did i bother with this kind of thing but it just seems like a waste of my time like a lot of this stuff can be 
And um, uh, I, I'm really happy you guys uh, did this experience with me. I think that it turned out really well. Um, and I know we've been running real long, and Seb is cranky, so we are going I'm to not get into the end of the <laughs> Seb show. Seb is I'm just... getting ready for bed for the past hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> my, my attention span is just running out. I um, could. So, I honestly, sorry, I did not, not think this would enough. be interesting, but I, I could talk about this for. No, it's really well, interesting. I'm, I'm just like say. my brain is not right here right now. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, if you wanted to tell us uh, what your favorite John Wick impression is, uh, where would <laughs> oh, you boy. send? <laughs> where would you send that audio file, Cam? No, don't pin this on me. I'm trying to find the guy who tweeted about it. <laughs> uh, Alex, where would you send your audio file full of John Wick impressions? Yeah, I'm thinking it's... Please don't pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is don't at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking it's please People don't People keep at asking gmail. me <laughs> if I'm at please don't cast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm thinking it's... I, I'm Please don't I cast at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you uh, and you could also uh, bother Cam on Twitter at please don't cast. And yeah, you speaking can find of us which, on YouTube. Wait, real well. quick. Oh. Well, wait, one sec. Oh, um, yeah, Cam. Uh, speaking Cam's of Twitter, Alizerg, A L I Zerg, Z E R G, has tweeted about us, and it was very nice. And I want. I tried to be mean to you on Twitter, and I was shot down by my fellow co-hosts, and <laughs> I agree with them. Um, thank you for even mentioning us. Uh, it was yeah. very nice. Yeah, thank you so um, much. Yeah, thank you for listening. It. Cool. Very yeah. nice. Um, so you, if you want to, if you send something to us, you can get a shout out on the show. You can get your topic uh, on the show. And we, in a couple of weeks, we will be doing another listener suggestion. Uh, I am looking forward to the geocaching episode. And then after that, we get another one lined up. But we're always looking for more. Yeah. Get so, in line, bitch. Yeah, because I'm running out of ideas. So. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, <laughs> well, we, we got to do. Um, uh, speaking of Alex running out of ideas. Exactly. Speaking of Alex running out of ideas. What Alex, is your what last are we doing idea? Next week. Um, so. All right. So, uh, I've been really enjoying, uh, especially lately, I've been really enjoying uh, living in the comfort zone, enjoying things that I very much already know I like, which is very against the, the theme of the show, but uh, going it's out also of my way to... part of it, though. Again. It's also, yeah, it's about making people, like, like, forcing them into your comfort zone. Yeah, which is out of uh, their very much zone. very much interested in uh, replaying, rewatching, re-experiencing things I've already seen. So, television reruns are a big part of my life right now. Mm. Um, mm. I've been going back through a lot of Seinfeld right now, but that's not uh, not what we're talking about next week. Thank God, uh, we will be doing the uh, re- hidden camera reality TV show Impractical Jokers. And if you think there's not much there, you would be devastated to discover how much alex has to say this is such a crazy jokes. first to us because it's so unique but yeah. fiction tv i can, i don't think yeah. there are any other podcasts yeah, this about is not something i'd anywhere. watch by yeah myself. this is this is something that i kind of fell into as someone who still has cable um is just one of he's those been obsessed for the past few months on and it's always a pretty easy laugh yeah so i i Fairly certain I've seen almost every episode of this television series. Um, Multiple so times, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to 
sharing some goofs and uh, talking about how this show may make you cringe at all the nonsense they have to do. Mm. Um, all right, I think that's a. I well, think that's so, about as good a point to leave it as any. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. This has been Please Don't Cast, and we'll see you next time where we watch some men go through some real awful shit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you used to be able to go to a store? That's right. It'll be vicarious. Bye. 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 Remember to stop your audacity recordings. Check out True TV. No, I'm going to record all